Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. Whoa, whoa. Super Saudi Showdown Mania. <laughs> We're a week behind. Pick it up, pick it up. Pick it up. <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name's Rich. Welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. As always, I'm joined by my good buddy, Tax Williams. Hello, everybody. How you doing? I'm good. I did that in the wrong order, didn't I? Because I'm tired and I've been working way too hard. But now, now can we reveal I think where we you have been it. working? Yeah. So uh, there have been tweet sneaks on your uh, your Twitter profile at Fanboy Rich. Sure. So uh, I guess the best way to talk about where I'm working is to talk about how I first experienced the show we're going to be doing today, which is obviously Super Showdown. Is that what it's called? I Saudi think you find it's called showdown? Super Showdown. <laughs> showdown. 2020. <laughs> WWE, obviously. Um, I initially watched this. Uh, well, heard it. I guess the best way to put it. In a lovely editing suite in uh, London, where the WrestleTalk boys were live streaming. And I was just sitting in the background, just thinking, they're not going to hear me have conversations with the guy next to me. Watch some of the stream back. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you can hear me in the background occasionally. Oh my God, your WrestleTalk streaming debut. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. So yeah, so I'm working for WrestleTalk at the moment, which is pretty cool. It's amazing. It's fantastic. And how have the views been for your first projects? Yeah, good. We've topped over a quarter of a million pretty quick. Which is insane. Yeah. I am elated for you. I know I've said this before on the pod and I said this in the last episode. You are easily the most creative person I know. And I know you don't take compliments very well. So I but, appreciate that, man. But Thanks. you can see the feedback. And yes, I know it's Blompier who's obviously the, the main draw. But the fact of the matter is if you couldn't have decent visual content, no one would give a shit about Thanks, things man. like WrestleTalk, Carlton, and all these guys who do everything yeah, online. Sure. And Let's I, not mention the rivals, eh? the competition. Well, no, because I... Sport WrestleTalk, <laughs> give me your money. <laughs> So but I can get per- employed permanently. There we go. But on the plus point, if you'd like to support us and give us your money, please head to Amazon.co.uk and buy a t-shirt. Just search <laughs> World of Wrestling Pod and buy our CM Punk podcast t-shirt. <clears throat> yeah, give us your money, not WrestleTalk. Bloody hell, they've got enough of it. They'll be actually, well, hmm, depends. Anyway, so uh, this is a weird conundrum, isn't it? Congratulations <laughs> on getting sacked for the first <laughs> mention of your world with WrestleTalk. <laughs> right, so today we're doing Super Show, Saudi Showdown Mania. Now... Long last, show bollocks. Last time we touched down in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, we were stuck on a runway for a day. It was the best bantery podcast I think we've had for a while. Purely so due much mayhem happened in about to mechanical days. issues of the Saudi government not releasing payment and WWE. I mean, because there was problems with the aeroplane. That's the one. There was problems with the aeroplane. There certainly wasn't problem with WWE not receiving payment at their previous shareholders' call, where they mentioned we have outstanding funds from a creditor mm-hmm. which just so happened to be from mbs uh as we all refer to our good friend Mohammed bin salman the crown prince of saudi arabia who's oh, cool. affectionately known as mbs in the um in the emirates good to know and allegedly taking out what you like some people say there were plane issues some people say that the saudi government stopped wwe's plane leaving because vince mcmahon cut the feed in saudi arabia because they hadn't received their payment a bold move he has balls the size of grapefruits fucking a yeah however fast forward from the last saudi show to the show we're covering today wwe are currently now going through a legal battle okay they are being sued by the fire department and the police department who invest their pensions in wwe stock Interesting. They, so the American, not Saudi. The American, okay. yes. So the American police force and the American firefighters, I can't remember which state they are in because it's been a while since I read this documentation. But they're suing WWE on the grounds that they've inflated their trading stock. So they oh. made all the announcements of the Saudi deal 
with a view that they would have a very profitable television deal in the Emirates. Quietly, this deal has fallen by the wayside. However, before the conference call where they announced the deal had fallen through, Vince McMahon... George Barrios and Michelle Wilson, I think, were the other co-directors of WWE. Oh, the two that left. Recently. The two that left. Yeah. Sold millions of pounds worth of stock a couple of days before the shareholders meeting. Damn. So WWE, well, actually, it's not WWE. It's the three main shareholders are currently looking at potential legal action due to insider trading. Wow. Now, it's interesting, as we'll get to later on in this show, because like, we, we'll get to um, shortly, Yeah, we have some notes for the action that took place, but it's more going to be on the WWE product and where it's going for this, this episode and some of the things that we are agree and disagree with. I found myself writing jokes rather than watching, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Which is why it's going to be the best <laughs> bloody show. But the problem we've got here is that WWE's t- two main business execs mm. have left the company. Yeah leaving Vince McMahon, Paul Levesque, and Stephanie McMahon heading a billion Don't forget dollar Shane, company. Tax. Don't forget Shane. He's not on the board. <laughs> he's not on the board. He's got he shares. He's in my heart. Well, he is on the family board. <laughs> Give me what I want. Linda too, Zombie Linda. <laughs> well, Zombie Linda in Trump's administration. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but it's a Wait, really... is she? Yeah, she heads up his small business thing, oh, I think. Oh, fucking hell, okay. I mean, he is a Hall of Famer, so I hope there's a conflict of interest check going on here. <clears throat> but it, <laughs> But <laughs> now... Because yeah. of the two directors leaving and the stock absolutely tanking, right? the value of these hard-working police officers and firefighters, their pension fund has taken a massive hit. Jesus. I mean, the stock's not as low as it was, I think it was back in 20, either 2013 and 2015 when it went down to about $15 a share mm. to compare to how it was when the Fox deal was announced. But yeah, Vince McMahon could be in a lot of shit if it's proven that he knew that this TV deal in the Emirates was going to fall through. It's really interesting stuff, man, and that WWE seems like it's in an odd place in general. That creatively, financially, business-wise, they're spending all this money in the XFL, which I know is Vince's personal money, isn't it? Good thing he sold those shares, not with insider trading, allegedly. Yeah. But then, Mm. but as we'll get to as well, the main business people have left because the rumours circulating is that they disagree with the business model that Vince McMahon has now turned to. We've mentioned this on a previous podcast, that there are still rumours arrive that pay-per-views are going to be taken off the network yeah now this show was the first time it actually made mention that wrestlemania would be on the network okay so up until this point up until this super showdown they hadn't mentioned it was going to be on the network so i wonder if something has delayed an announcement for either peacock or espn plus which sure, is sure. espn plus seems to be the one which everyone's leaning towards now all right but barry austin well they've got the ufc in stuff yeah. as well so it's big and, but them. you can still get it on UFC Fight Pass as well. So you can get it on Fight Pass, you can get it on ESPN Plus, can't you, for the UFC? Uh, not all the shows. There's oh, okay. a lot of shows that are exclusive to ESPN. Which is what I think the big four slash five, if you include Money in the Bank, will be going forward on the streaming right. service. The uh, the UFC streaming service is more about other people like Invicta and stuff like that. Yeah, which is why I think we'll see progress and other people appear on the WWE Network because yeah. you know, everyone loves content. WX Dub, IC Dub, if they're still involved. Yeah, uh, David Starr won't be. All his matches will be edited out. We won't get to that today. Terrible, isn't it? Yeah, but... Yeah, blacklisting the poor boy because he wants a union. But I mean, God forbid someone disagrees with Vince, you know? Yeah, but that's... that's... <laughs> he might turn up and screw the script in half <laughs> and decide what's going to happen that night. I mean, some could possibly suggest... And, you know, this is the day, you know, a couple of days after Elimination Chamber as mm. well, which we watched, where... It very much looks like Vince McMahon did this going, oh, this is a card for Mania, is it? 
fuck you, internet, I'm going to change my plans. Yeah. I quite like Chamber and Raw this week. I've really enjoyed it. Like I've started watching again because obviously it's yeah, kind of now my job, I guess. It's always good in WrestleMania season. But before we get into the show, and again, I know we've had a lot of blurb at the start. This nothing to do with the fact that neither of us have really made great detailed match notes. It's fine. As we're in somewhat of a plague epidemic at the moment around the world, yep. we've seen Syria A cancel all fixtures until the 3rd of April. And so is La Liga for a while. And La Liga's Behind out. closed doors now. Um, I think, I read somewhere that the Swiss League has just abandoned their league for the rest of the season. Damn. We've seen Six Nations games postponed or cancelled. Yeah, all the Italy ones and such. And Stephanie McMahon on a conference call yesterday said, obviously, our performance and our fans' safety and health are of paramount virtue, and they're not currently looking to do anything with Mania. But if there's a mass outbreak in the States in the next four weeks, yeah. do you see a WrestleMania postponement? Never. Vince is going to be like, fuck them, I need their money. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to pay my legal fees. Absolutely. But if the state... So let, let's say we go down to Tampa, where there's already been a couple of, you know, Fatalities. No thanks, but okay. F- fatalities. <laughs> this is Mortal Kombat. Friendships. A couple of friendships in uh, Tampa Bay. If they ban all sporting events and public gatherings, yeah, are they going to do it at the PC? Um, I think events will be able to find anywhere last minute if they had to. I think it was just all going to go ahead. I, think I cannot wait to, to see now. WrestleMania in yeah. Riyadh. Saudi Arabia. Well, we'll get there, shall we? But, you know, it's almost like we're going to be covering a version of WrestleMania on today's show. Super Saudi Showdown Mania, the 27th of February, 2020. Uh, a week or two ago? What's the date yeah. now? I've lost track. I love a Thursday night pay-per-view. Yeah, having it's that, a weird one, isn't it? Having this Fox deal has really fucked them from having a Friday night. Okay, it's lads. Bros, it's like it started like five in the afternoon. It's not the worst thing in the world. I love, <laughs> I love these Saudi shows purely because I can watch them at a reasonable hour. Sure. I didn't because I had work and parenting to do. Fine. But had this been 10 years ago, I'd be like, flipping A. This is amazing. Though. Yeah, sure. So we're at a Thursday evening in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, to accommodate the SmackDown roster getting back for TV tapings. So first of all, if I'm out on this flight, I'm really happy I'm in the two-wake mountain trophy match. Because what are you going to do? Fly out, take one bump, pin, eat catering, fly home. Jelly. (laughs) Jelly flood. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we're live on pay-per-view or on the WWE Network where everyone's watching it practically. Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. uh, The Mohammed Abdu Arena on the Boulevard, which is the weirdest name for an arena. I don't know what that's about. It's nice that we've now ditched the armchairs in the front row. Yeah, there's still a lot of people that I'm just like, fucking hell, watch the match, you bastards. But like, it, it ruins the atmosphere a little. But the children are being disrespectful to their elders, so they've got to be told off. We'll see. So, three hours, 22 minutes, and 53 seconds. I will never get back. <laughs> Fuck uh, you for making me watch this. I heard this on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Beaten already. I heard on a podcast that someone had mentioned about... Um, the super showdown and linked to the coronavirus it's a case of when I'm lying on my deathbed I'm going to regret wasting four hours watching this <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Michael Cole boo Graves I'm going to give him a boo as well because I've hated his commentary recently and Byron Saxon on commentary Yay! who thought Byron Saxon would be the most tolerable of the three people on commentary Byron's excellent it was a decent in-ring worker as well yeah yeah I don't I don't hate him at all like, I, I used to really like Corey Graves I've never really liked Michael Cole but I know you have some nice things to say about him over the last few pods yeah I think Michael Cole does a tough job having been some man shouting his ear for the whole sure. bloody time Yeah, and the fact that he's the one who brought Mauro Ronaldo back to NXT 
Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think he does I don't a lot. Know if that's real or not? I think he does a lot of good work. Yeah, and he was the reason why Pete Rosenberg wasn't on my pre-show panel for about a year. So I like Michael Cole for that. Fucking a. Um, Welcome back, Pete Rosenberg. Like watching Raw and hearing Jerry Lawler, and then watching SmackDown. It's SmackDown Graves on, yeah. isn't it? You can hear Vince coming through them, and they've just dulled these two very interesting, good talkers. You know? Can you imagine McGuinness on Raw now? I don't. I want everyone to stay as far away from Vince as possible until Vince is no longer running these shows. However, Vince is quite an old man, and he's right in the demographic that could be affected. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. I mean, what do you think of these three on commentary together? I like the dynamic between Graves and Saxon. Yeah. I think. I think from uh, there, the only bits I noted down are between them. Yeah, because they've still got the bands from back in NXT, and then when they were on SmackDown for a while. Sure. And I feel a bit sorry for Vic Joseph and. Dio Madden, who were called up by Heyman to Raw, because it's a case of Tom Phillips was really good, and then they've yeah. got to follow that, and they're thrown in with, oh, we'll put Lawler with them. Yeah, it's a weird one. I don't know how Jerry Lawler got back on Raw. Vince, ne- I think Vince needed ex- felt he needed an experienced hand to guide it, mm. and but unfortunately Lawler, as we've said before, was fantastic during the Attitude Era, but he doesn't watch the product. Yeah. By his own admission, he doesn't watch the product. He doesn't know half the new guys coming out from NXT. You can tell by the way he talks about them on Raw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's this Alistair Black doing? That tattoo ink's getting into his brain. And you're like, what the fuck? That's not how... I, <sighs> my favourite Lawlerism was at um, Chamber when he mistake, mistakenly renounced Asuka as Aksana, the blonde girl from early <laughs> NXT. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, absolutely amazing. <laughs> Hello, Aksana! So the uh, video package starts to make a mark on the world stage. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> to leave a legacy, to truly change the game, you only have to do one thing: infect the nation. <laughs> we are the nation. <laughs> Win. Uh, and tonight it's nothing less than victory slash repetition Saudi showdown mania super show wrestling music theme starts up and the voiceover continues the legends rise it's burning down it's burning high and ashes fall and legends rise what lyrics to this music did saliva write this (laughs) (laughs) it's proper wrestling music it's genuinely terrible and immediately I'm just like Jelly trophy! (laughs) Jelly, jelly, jelly! I tell you what, at the next Super Quiz Cup, I'm going to make a jelly trophy. Oh my god, I have so many jokes about the jelly. (laughs) You're going to enjoy this, I think. I cannot wait. So, WWE doing all they can to stop the coronavirus by eliminating half the world's wildlife with a goddamn amount of pyro that pumps out this ceiling. I love fireworks. The fireworks were the main heel and face of this show. This seems to be why people buy a ticket still. I love Pyro, and I'm so glad that Fox has given them money to be able to bring it back in for Edge and Brock, and Becky Lynch has got a smoke back. Every single person got Pyro. It's fantastic. There's one or two times I noted down, people come out and there's like no Pyro, and I'm like, what the fuck? Where's the Pyro? And then it goes off, and you're like, yeah! John... John Morrison won the world title based on the amount of pyro he bloody got just trotting down the ramp. There's only one bit of pyro all night that I was like, oh, that's actually really cool. It's, you know Brock's one? Yeah. When the whole screen goes, like, oh, across. That was probably quite loud. Sorry about that. Sorry, headphone losers. Losers? 
I am tired. Headphone users. Um, so anyway, as the camera cuts to a sign in the crowd that says Riyadh for WrestleMania, and I'm like, don't you fucking dare, Vince. Don't you fucking dare. All I'm going to say is I've already mentioned on the pod, if they cancel public gatherings in the States, I'm pretty sure the Saudis will happily pay for WrestleMania God. to be held in Riyadh. If, and then if, we had, if Saudi Arabia get another pay-per-view before we get one after SummerSlam. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> can you imagine watching WrestleMania at five in the evening? That'd be quite nice, That'd be I lovely. Guess. And yeah. then Raw the next night at five in the evening. The WrestleTalk boys would love it because they get to stream and go to bed at a normal time. Usually, like, for WrestleMania, there's at least four of them are going to be live streaming. They're all going to have to stay up. Yeah, poor boys. But, I mean, we stay up for WrestleMania every year. Well, I do. Do you, do you stay always. up for all of them? Yeah, yeah. yeah, always Raw Rumble and Mania. I always stay up Rumble and Mania. Sometimes yeah, SummerSlam. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's usually it's become such a big deal. Oh, now. And, and vengeance. <laughs> With the baseball stadiums for SummerSlam and stuff. It's become oh, quite an event. The, the, baseball, the baseball stadiums is a lovely fit. But in fairness, like how they always set up these arenas in Saudi Arabia, they look amazing. They look really impressive. They definitely put a lot of money in to give it that WrestleMania feel. It's good shit. Uh, Michael Cole, boo, welcomes us to the show. The road to WrestleMania winds through the Middle East tonight. You are looking live at the Mohammed Arena Boulevard, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Because Michael Cole struggles with this pronunciation every single time. <laughs> Let's throw to the our Saudi Arabian commentators who we don't know how to pronounce their names and speak over us. We do the transition. <laughs> Graves is talking over them as they're doing their transition. It's fucking terrible. I noticed that Graves doesn't do anything like he does with um, the Chinese announcers like Sean Deng. At the end, he was like... I saw Sean Deng out the night before. He knows how to party. He didn't say anything about our Saudi friends on commentary. Fair enough. How do you think those Saudi boys got the commentary gig? Um, they probably do some other sport out there, or they've done, I don't know, their friends at the Crown Prince or something. I was going to say, because I'm well, quite... There must be Saudi translations for WWE's product. You do... Well, with that TV deal that never happened, yeah. But even like they must have some sort of broadcast out there, even if it's on the network. I'd hope so. But can you imagine those Arabic, bo- you know? those boys who were having to do the Arabic broadcast yeah. to then be told a couple of years ago, going, "Right, guys, you're gonna have to come and do live commentary in the stadium." Amazing. Don't yeah. say anything bad. I like Roman Reigns. Sure. He's out. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you know, if he said anything wrong on commentary and shamed anyone, even though he was probably just being wrestling character. Okay. Let's say he said something inappropriate oh, Okay, that's what you're saying. Accidentally yeah, yeah. by being caught up in the moment. I mean, they'd have to start by cutting anything that has women in it. Yeah, because... Oh, what? women in the crowd, though. That must be a bit weird. What? Interestingly, actually, now you say it, I, I remember hearing that people say that in because they consume the product in the Middle East and a lot of the countries have to cut out all of the women's matches. Yeah. So if the people are live in the crowd, they're going to be like, who are these two birds? I mean, there are women in the audience that aren't wearing the full hijab sort of gear or whatever. Like, But they're, they're, they're not exposed in any way, shape or form. You know? No. It's, it's, it's a weird one. I don't really know enough about it, to be honest. Anyway, Michael Cole continues. He talks about bollocks. Um, we paid millions for Ruin Your Company's Saudi Showdown. Here we go. So we've got that Jelly Trophy tournament match. On. Wait, no. You didn't start with a pre-show match, Rich. Yeah. How dare you? Well, the good brothers beat the Viking experience. Our truth versus the un- <laughs> I mean, uh, versus not the un- <laughs> AJ Styles versus Bobby Lashley versus Andrade, who's lost his name, versus Eric Rome. So, <laughs> who's now got a tarantula, <laughs> and now his tarantula's dead. Are we talking about that? <laughs> but he's got a pet robotic tarantula. This is clearly storyline booking where someone's gone. 
Let's give Rowan a cage with a surprise in it. What's it going to be? Jake Roberts. Ah, oh, fuck, he turned up on AEW. I'll just give him a tarantula. How are you going to fit Jake Roberts in a little cage? He's old. Like, I, I, I saw the footage and I was like, oh, that's a choice. <laughs> I just... I, 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 nothing can get my head around the logic behind... It's got an animatronic spider that is no. kind of cute and fluffy that terrified four or five wrestlers poor rowan and and bit someone's face yeah and sprayed blood in its face yeah i feel a bit sorry for rowan because not only he's now had this previously after splitting up with, so he's had the bludgeon brothers gimmick and then when he was a singles wrestler after the wyatt family split he was a wine drinking savant did they do that for a bit yeah he wow, sat there drinking wine wearing his metal vest tops <laughs> and Brody Lee went after the IC belt. So, our truth comes out to start the match. He's getting rowdy. He is truly a horrifically bad rapper. Just uh, going to throw it out there. But he is a. Have you watched the Twenty Four documentary no. on our truth? It's so good. Yeah, it's never had a match worth their shit though. How dare you! Capital punishment with an O. Lana is in a sparkly gold outfit. Comes out with Bobby. Walks out on the ramp. Then leaves because you know boobs. That's what she did at the last, sh- the last uh, Saudi show. And fair play to her, because that is a massive payday for a massive pair of boots. It's a free holiday, isn't it? You know? While Rusev has to sit at home <laughs> and wait his contract to expire. <laughs> Ruby, oh, shit, yeah. Because Rusev was supposed to be in this match originally, and he was replaced with Rey Mysterio, because Rusev has a hurt back. Uh, are they still together, Rusev and Lana? Yeah. Okay, I assume they were, but I don't know his story. Because this is classic stuff. Vince McMahon fucking people about. Are you leaving, are you? Your wife's having an affair. I'm going to get her to make out of the big black man. And now he's going to make out with the pretty blonde girl. Not you, Rusev. Rusev in New Japan. Yes, please. Yeah, that could work. Rusev versus Suzuki. Yeah, I guess the size thing would work for him there as well. If one's a little shorter, which would yeah. make him be an even bigger dude, you know? Yeah, cool. So as the first few rows opposite the hard cam adjust their anti-coronavirus face masks, <laughs> and then most turn their back to the ring and shout at the row behind them, the truth and Bobbo get us started in the match. Uh, I already want to stick a pair of dicks into my ears to stop the noise of Colin Graves. <laughs> Crikey. Yep. Wasn't having a good time watching this. <laughs> but the, you've got to understand this. Bobby Lashley has been involved in some of the most viewed segments on the YouTube channel in WWE. He's a big star. And R-Truth has a rap album on Spotify. What a great chance to showcase these two fantastic athletes. So, I like Bobby Lashley. I think he has a lot of potential. He's got a great look, obviously. He's talking a bit better nowadays. You know, he used to be a terrible talker. Yeah. But has all the potential in the world. It's, it's, it's just kind of sitting there doing not a great lot of anything. At Give the me Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, please. I think yeah. that would be quite good fun. But actually build Bobbo to be good, like he was when he first came in and was going against Super sure. Cena. Like he, he did these segments with Lana very well. You've got to give him his credit. But the whole R-Truth thing, what, what's happening? <laughs> he's, Any reasoning behind this? What, why he's being pushed? Well, yeah, because he goes over Bobbo. We can talk about it a little bit. Well, he has a document. He's got a CD out. He's getting rowdy. The crowd love him. So, I mean... He's a funny guy. <laughs> in terms of watching this product, right? I noticed that every time someone bumps in the ring, they've got a uh, mic under the ring, obviously. But it sounds a bit like Russian hard bass. Yeah. Boom. Every time. So I'm just like sitting there going... Kind of grooving along every time someone bumps. I was having a lovely time. Uh, so I was going to say, but it's still not as bad as the AW ring mic though, which is a disaster. 
Like, if you ever listen with headphones on watching AEW? No, I watch it on my TV. Go! Every time. It's really bad. I just thought that was Marco's stunt moving. (laughs) Speaking of AEW, though, they had a good show this week, didn't they? What, 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 this weekend? Just just in general, the last three months have been fucking amazing. I just want to talk about AEW because I hate this fucking bollocks we're reviewing today. Well, no, because this is real professional wrestling, not flippy shit where people God. kick out of top rope DDTs. What's the point? Have you seen the tag? I have. I was disgusted. <laughs> Legitimately? They're very athletic. Bruh, the storytelling. What, of kicking out of things that should kill people? You're wrong. You're 100% wrong. <laughs> so, uh, truth eliminates Bobbo. Uh, I'm not skipping back. I don't care. I missed it completely. <laughs> so, uh, Bobbo beats up Truth. Uh, he really just wanted that jelly. Um, <laughs> Ellie Dillo in all white gear. Andrade looks fucking awesome. Well, thank you for uh, returning from your 30-day wellness policy. I bet he wish he took those drugs about 10 days later. Sure. Was he wellness with the US Championship the whole time? Yeah, and they showed that... <laughs> <laughs> That's banter. They're like, don't worry about it. Just take him off TV for a month. No one will miss it. It goes to show that how much faith they have, because normally they would have just stripped him of the belt. <laughs> so Andrade's first name and nickname went to the shops for a packet of cigarettes one day and never came back. I heard he kidnapped Buddy. <laughs> they went together. Yeah. Had an affair and just ran off into the ether. I look forward to when Alexander joins them and then he'll just be known as Cedric. Oh, okay. There we go. He's a, not a good On the plus either. point, though, Ali managed to, Mustafa managed to escape and join, rejoin his mate Ali. Has he really? He's been known as Mustafa Ali back, again. I've heard yeah. he's coming back sometime soon. Yeah. What do you think? You know, oh, we'll talk about it now. You know the glitchy shit that happens later on the show? Yeah. Who do you think it is? Do you think it's Cross or Ali or someone else? Oh, it's going to be Cross. I think it's Cross. It suits Cross better. It's got to be Cross going straight to the main roster. There's no uh, room for him on NXT. He's got the look and the personality, and if the Scarlet Bordeaux is his valet and oh, stuff, that's yes, going to work please. really well, you know. And the fact then you're now bringing back managers because Lana is a very good annoying manager Selena Vega is a fantastic manager fair point and it's really helped and Robbie E wherever he's working under on an NXT Mm. managing Chelsea Green and then you've got is it Stokely Hathaway 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 yeah Yeah. he's just being fantastic and I I love Stokely he's great man Um, managers are important the Robbie E yeah I agree totally I love it I love it coming back the Robbie E thing well, what is that? They're supposed. There's murmurings that it's supposed to be ripping off. He's supposed to be Tony Khan. Oh, okay. Because <sighs> what's so, he ever done uh, in the wrestling business? <laughs> I noticed Rey Mysterio was sitting in the front row of this show, and then <laughs> oh, our truth is eliminated on Friday. I wonder how. Moving on. <laughs> Here comes Mister. He's got a terrifying, cuddly spider friend face. Eric Rowan. Uh, Rowan takes a quick look at the jelly. Seems like a big fan. Uh, <laughs> Who isn't? <laughs> Rowan slams the fuck out of truth. He really wants that jelly. Does Spidey like jelly? Spidey loves jelly. Good to know. (laughs) Uh, Truth does a house show dive and Cole gets it over by going, what is wrong with truth? (laughs) I like, uh, then Cole and Graves go on to mock truth. You know, the guy that's just beaten Lashley and La Sombra because they're two of the best commentators in the world. Right? I like the fact how they kept on putting over this shitty storyline that he keeps thinking that John Cena is his childhood idol when he's older than Cena. <sighs> I love it. They're terrible. They're so bad in this match. Like, intolerably bad. I, I wonder if they don't have anyone on headset. Do you reckon that's what it is? This. They've just been let loose almost. Because it's like Vince and the Undertaker are on a float be. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, our oh, truth. Okay, I don't get it, but he's... Put o- he's been put over two potentially top guys in their business. Right? Well, Bobby Lashley's failed to 
get a world title push. And but look at the dude, for God's sake. And Andrade has recently come back from a drug punishment, so this is punishment. We'll keep, we'll right, punish you okay. by losing the truth, and also to punish you, we're going to keep that shitty US title on you. <laughs> but then when he goes over this giant dude with the spider that we've been trying to get over for the last few weeks, years, it's like Rowan gets disqualified because uh, beating up Truth in the Outside, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, moving on. So <laughs> Rowan gets... got to follow the rules. <laughs> Rowan gives Truth a choke slam, but using Truth's face. And it's not the Iron Claw because he's not a fucking Von Eric. He cannot do the Iron Claw. I think they call it the Iron Claw then. <laughs> That's fucking banter. Uh, the best bit about this is after Rowan is eliminated, he goes, don't touch my stuff to Truth and then backs off. I couldn't stop laughing. Oh, so funny. Like, and Cole misses this line on commentary completely. He says something else. He goes like, oh, he told him to, like, stop being mean to the spider or something. Like, it's, he said, don't touch my stuff. Don't touch my stuff. It's fucking hilarious. I love the fact how Eric Rowan out of the entire White family was the one with the least oh. skill, least history. And he's the one who, remarkably on this show, looked the strongest of all three of the White family. So weird. Like, yes, they've lost Brody, whatever he was called in the Fed. Uh, Luke Harper. Luke Harper, who obviously we all know had the potential to do anything, but obviously had issues backstage, whatever it was, like, he's gone. Braun, what the fuck have they done with Braun? They oh, we'll get the to that. We'll endlessly. get to that. But, like, Eric Rowan, Jesus Christ, this guy. He, If I was taking over this company, he'd be out the fucking door in seconds, man. I'm like, I'm not paying that guy money to do what he does. But he might go to AEW. I've got to <sighs> sign him up. Oh, that's weird. By the it? way, Revival, would you like to sign a new contract? No, Vince, we're going to go to AEW. No, 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 no. Hang on. Why are you trademarking things like what the machine? At what? Banner. So funny. Them trademarking each other out of the bit. <laughs> so, so much good. fun. I love this little story. Like I read a little article this week saying they offered them a million dollars each a year to stay. Yeah. And they were like, nah, we'd rather go be creative instead. And I'm like, whoa, wow. I, th- I think it's purely this going, where does Zahn work? Okay. Sure. They're we'd not like, getting a million each from Tony Khan. We'd like to go and work in a real tech division, please. Yeah. But, but the astonishing. Fact is, but they know it's a case of, right, we'll go to AW for three years, we'll become huge stars, and then we'll be able to probably, with our contract, say, okay, well, we want to do that, but we want to do PWG, we want to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah. Maybe progress will book them. Maybe so, man. I mean, this is the thing Good. with working for AW is that you can go out and do all these other things. You can potentially work for New Japan if like, their shows continue at some point. That's yeah. a real fucking shame they cancelled the New Japan Cup. Yeah, but for safety, I you know you understand. You've seen people yeah, like um, yeah. uh, Stardom having their empty arena shows. In this yeah. case of while it's good to get it for their streaming service, I can't imagine one. It's got many people subscribing. But have you uh, seen what New Japan have uploaded in the last few days? Oh, is it stuff with Suzuki? Uh, the Yano Taro stuff. Toro Yano. Oh, really? Yano no, Toro, not so this. Uh, basically, it's, uh, it's Yano doing like a school for the uh, Chaos Boys and teaching them how to like do things and such. It's, it's, I haven't watched it, but I saw a couple of clips and a few translations. It's fully translated to English. They don't usually do these segments translated, so I can't wait to sit and watch it and get the full comedy shtick of Toro Yano in English translated. I'm like, yes, thank you. Did you see Cabana accidentally follow them all out, the Chaos Boys all out to see it? Was it Tiger Mask who retired? Yeah. Who recently retired? Yeah, he saw that Toro Yano was going out to do their like in-ring presentation right and just followed him out and didn't realize it was just the chaos boys oh whoops and then toriano was like you can stay <laughs> oh, and there's a bit nice. there's a picture of all the chaos boys and cabanas just standing there really awkwardly uh, it's probably um uh, nakanishi would be the guy that just retired recently oh, okay also you know liger no it wasn't liger no it would be nakanishi then i don't think tiger's retired 
I can't remember who it was. I could be being hideously wrong. Uh, I'm just going to throw this out. The uh, Ren Narita, next Tiger Mask, I'm telling you. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to throw out Cabana to AEW. Good signing? Uh, yeah. Great great hand have backstage. Um, can work any sort of style, any sort of match. Perfect guy to have on your roster. Very, yeah. very good to have for the second show. Yeah. He's going to be one of these guys that aren't going to be uh, wrestling week to week, it feels like to yeah. me. But... I don't know if you saw uh, Being the Elite this week, but his segment with Kenny Omega is fucking hilarious. I haven't watched Being the Elite since the new year, since the AEW announcement show. And you're complaining about them not telling stories, but yet you don't follow the stories. <laughs> Ruined. Do you want to know why? Because I watch wrestling on the telly. I don't watch it on YouTube because I'm 36 and I don't, I'm old. I don't understand. What the fuck's a TikTok? <laughs> is that well, a mint? <laughs> Rowan loves Spidey. Don't touch Mr. Spidey. Spidey is friend. Don't touch my stuff. <laughs> Thank fuck. Here comes AJ Styles. They don't want none. To put an end to this bollocks shit show of a bollocks stew. Freaking laser beams fill the sky. AJ touches the jelly. Is that okay? Coronavirus? (laughs) Coronavirus? It's fine. We're all friends. (laughs) Uh, So coronavirus spreader AJ Styles (laughs) comes out. (laughs) Corey and Graves and uh, Cole continue to take the piss out of truth. Uh, The guys, three victories in so far because, you know, they're the best commentators in the world. Uh, there are giant TVs on each of the columns surrounding the ring, and our truth has been eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Booyaka, booyaka! Who's that jumping off the boat? <laughs> Still the best gimmick in wrestling. Oh, thank God, it's Lince Dorado. Oh, no, hang on, wait a second. It's Kalisto. Oh, no, it's Ray. <laughs> Shout out to the OSW boys for inventing that. I just stole it. It's funny. So, uh, not Ray. He's not here. Nowhere to be seen. I wonder what has happened to Ray mysteriously. They play his music again because apparently the music department don't communicate with Gorilla Position at all anymore. That's fine. That understa- that explains the terrible lack of communication skills across our across our teams. Sure. So uh, for this next spot, I need to clarify that because we're no longer on YouTube, I don't have to worry about bullshit copyright music stuff anymore. <laughs> So yes hopefully this will work okay i'll cut it like to make it comedy timing if it works better so um the oc a backstage with what misha barton and uh no. the, the oc just come out don't they no they just beat the shit out they, of ray backstage beat the shit out of ray and they? then someone else gets well 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 stick with the oc Apologies. to start with okay so the oc do their thing <laughs> fucking adverts <laughs> <laughs> this would have been really funny I'm very excited for this. Yes. The OC. Yep. That was my Misha Barton joke. <laughs> California. <laughs> this right needs to be their new game. we started from. California. <laughs> I just want to get this gimmick over. I'm so happy that they spent so much money using Death Cab for Cutie in that show. Just I never watched the show. Music. I just I used to watch the theme music and be like, right, that's that done. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I never watched the entire thing. Start to finish. So when you talk about people in the show, I didn't get the joke because I don't know who the fuck they are in the show. Misha Barton, Rachel go. Wilson. Good stuff. And uh, ben... my sister used to watch the show, so well done. <laughs> ben McKenzie, <laughs> who played uh, the chap in Gotham. So there you go. So uh, Ray made the uh, journey to Saudi just to be our backstage. One was suggestive of pre-tape. Felt like it was studios, wouldn't it? Because did... Gallows and Anderson didn't appear on stage either, did they? Did they not? They didn't come out. I've watched so many shows the last few weeks, I've kind of lost track of it, but okay, fair enough. So back in America, <laughs> Ray gets beaten up by the OC. Uh, AJ announces himself as the Jelly Champ, I mean, <laughs> Gauntlet Champion. AJ cuts a promo in the ring. 
says the ref is the worst in the business he's obviously not heard of mike dean <laughs> thank you very much this ben sherman model ring announcer guy says that if aj's opponent so ray ray doesn't make it to the ring by the count of 10 aj will win uh they start to count in the ring cut back to america in the studio uh, the Undertaker's feet appear. Like, well, was it the Undertaker's feet? <laughs> They're in America. He hasn't mastered time travel yet. He's not Kushida. Dong. Uh, Vin- Vince McMahon was a racist and hit a giant Japanese gong and thought Yokozuna <laughs> would come out for the Crown Prince. Oh, I'd love if Yokozuna was still around. I love. I watched some of his stuff recently. It's fucking great. It's outstanding. Really, really good. So massive dong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, huge pop it's taker <laughs> there's nothing worse than a massive stop massive dong than a huge pop Fair point. <laughs> well some people pay for that sort of stuff but you know you know uh so of uh, course buy our t-shirt so we can afford it <laughs> absolutely worldwrestlingpodcast.com or to go to amazon.co.uk search world of wrestling podcast uh huge pop it's taker of course it's a huge pop of course it's gonna go fucking giant pop it's the undertaker because um, they forgot last time when he wrestled goldberg <laughs> oh well even then you know it's the undertaker he can do whatever he wants you could just fart in the ring for a minute and I'd be like, cool, it's the Undertaker. Yeah? Yeah. I think he's got to that point now. Well, AJ Styles' promo on Raw last night suggested it was the best promo of AJ's career. Mate, incredible promo. I was sitting there going, ooh. Like I went to walk away to go get a drink. I was like, oh, I better not miss this. I really hope that he brings in, by the way, your wife's done my fucking finisher. Because when Michelle McCall oh, uses the Styles did. Clash. Holy shit. That's and, real. And she got a lot of shit for it because she didn't ask wow. his permission. Wow. So I wonder if they're going to do that. That's a good thing for next. Imagine Michelle McCall comes out and he's like, "Oi, bitch, you stole my shit." Then it's the American badass <laughs> Undertaker returning. He rides down with her on the back of her bike at WrestleMania. Yeah, in Riyadh, okay. Saudi Arabia. It feels like they're going to do it finally. I don't know if I'm, that's what I'm, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do the American badass stuff. I would do Undertaker. Yeah, but now they're trying to humanise him and mention him as Mark Calloway. Yeah, it felt like it. As the promo went on, it did feel more and more like he's just going to come out and be like, yeah, you've lost your mystique. I'm going to fucking kill you. And I'm going to ride down this Harley that has been flown to Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Sure. So it's been about a count of five million by the time The Undertaker gets to the ring. And so also, he's counted out, right? Well, The Undertaker isn't even in this match. No. No. So can he do this, Joey? I've completely forgot that gimmick in the last few weeks. Can he do this, Joey? Evidently. Can he do that, Joey? Whatever. Can he do that, Joey? Evidently, he can, because he's the Undertaker. <laughs> so, your winner! Wait, we're still doing Taker's entrance? Okay. <laughs> Undertaker takes up one hour and 43 minutes of the show. Chokeslams uh, AJ Stizzle. I put the kettle on. Well, coffee pot. I'm not poor. <laughs> it's I amazing all walk. this talk money's done for you. <laughs> I can afford a coffee pot. <laughs> I went for a walk. I, uh... Went shopping. I got in the car. Bought some loo roll. <laughs> <laughs> then freaking laser beams. Post seizure. One, one, one fucking choke slam tax. One, two, three. And we've killed WrestleMania. <sighs> and then the Undertaker wins the giant jelly. Now, fifty-four years dead. <laughs> the Undertaker is your champion. Funny of jelly something i don't know jelly yeah jelly i like jelly's sugar-free lemon jelly trophy (laughs) now the best thing relating this trophy was on again the twitter sphere wwe posted a list of the greatest women's champions of all time and they omitted michelle mccall yeah so she got on taker's twitter she got on taker's twitter (laughs) plainly but the best thing was a fan's response michelle mccall so fucking undertaker wins that toe ache trophy and thinks he can run the fucking place (laughs) 
and Michelle McCall responded going, I don't know if that was meant to make me laugh, but it really did. Oh, that's fucking genius. Holy shit. He didn't even take his fucking coat or his hat off. Because it's not The Undertaker. <laughs> it's the guy who he wrestled at SummerSlam. You know, it's that the re- guy that replaced Undertaker all those years ago. Oh, remember, remember yeah, 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 yeah week. So I uh, couldn't even bother to take the jelly home with him either. <laughs> like Taker definitely doesn't like jelly because there's a lot of jelly there that people were fighting over nope. and he's like nah AJ Styles we'll touched look at it. the jelly um, yeah exactly that's why he chokeslammed him Fuck that's it. my fucking jelly <laughs> these people have been breathing on my jelly all night I'm having that <laughs> chokeslam and he's done and then the Undertaker again similar to Lars I mean at least he, you know, Undertaker maximising his minutes <laughs> hours maximising his hours more jelly for the rest of us though so silver linings and all that do you feel <laughs> that having this little interaction really fucking ruined Wrestlemania their match um no it's AJ and Taker they're both world class performers it'll be fun I think but the fact it, it's one choke slam. it's AJ fucking styles man that he shouldn't he shouldn't have beaten him he shouldn't have beaten him. Absolutely he should have not. just beaten him up and just walked out and no one took the jelly. I, I, I think Taker comes to the ring, AJ slips out, Taker stands there and looks angry or whatever. Lightning bolt and sets, explodes the jelly. Exactly. Yeah, sure. You know, OC come to run down, take a few choke stands by Taker. You they know would have had I mean? to catch another flight. But, but you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. how you do this segment. You don't so, have him bury AJ off one fucking choke slam. Yeah, so now we've had the match that they've never wrestled before, but now Undertaker's beating him. Which maybe means AJ's going to go over at Mania so they can have one and one Vince McMahon 50-50 booking. Feels like Taker's the guy that wants to put people over on his way out. Yeah. And he's done it quite a lot. He's been good. This is a great show of respect for AJ stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it allowed him to build like when he put over Brock at 30. But it's a really good Uh, sign for AJ Styles, I think, because they always put him in. They're not main event matches, but he always has the trusted match. He put him with Shane to go, right, right, you need to get a good match out of Shane. And yeah. that match was surprisingly good because AJ it's, Styles was in it. It's when you need someone to rely on in a match. There's two guys in the roster you go to, AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. <laughs> One's meaningful, the other is Dolph, Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they eliminate some more wildlife with another shit ton of pyro. Uh, this is the point where I went to the online thesaurus to find other words for pointless. So fruitless pyro in this case. All fruitless, that sounds like the jelly. <laughs> Also, fuck this company. So, uh, Kofi and Big E backstage promo pops me every single time. Big E is the funniest man on the roster. Can we please just give him a microphone for 10 minutes every single episode? Probably not in Saudi. He's so funny, man. He he should be in their main event picture. He should be in the next... Him, Ali Black. Ali Black... I don't know about main event, but I'd like to see him featured more. Oh, no. Big E as a world champion. Big E versus Brock Lesnar in a proper match? Yes, please. That'd be amazing. Maybe. I don't know whether he's he's got the narrative ability in the yeah, ring. Yeah, he definitely does. You think? From from the five count thing in NXT. Imagine if he bought that back. Yeah, Bit too late now from a pancake throwing. But like, Kofi, sure. Kofi does story. Kofi, yeah. Kofi does stories very, very well. That match of Dragon is still an absolute classic. I rewatched that for some editing I was doing for us talk. And oh my God. It's brilliant. That match is so perfect. It's so good. They built him up for so long and had him lose on Fox to Brock. Good, well, good yeah. thing Cain Velasquez came and made the save. <laughs> so, Biggie doing his dead man impersonation genuinely made me shit myself laughing. It was so funny. Just kind of going, oh, the dead man. The dead man. He's so funny. Uh, oh, Kofi. What can you say? A lovely 
bleached blonde dreads, Kofi. This is a bold look. <laughs> Kofi is they're walking away, trying to do all he can to get himself psyched up. He's like, it's a super showdown. Let's go. It's a super showdown. Let's go. Like just doing anything he can to as, try and get over. As Wood sits at home still pretending to have a neck of Achilles. <laughs> Man, it's quite nice they put the AXW on their sleeve every yeah. time, you know, the little band thing. That's really cool. I, I like it. And again, their podcast, hilarious. Yeah. I bet Big E would like some jelly. <laughs> 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 so, WWE SmackDown tag team title match of the new day of Big E and former WF World Heavyweight, World Heavyweight Champion Kofi Kingston, the current champions, versus Johnny Parkour and The Miz. Former WWE Champion, The Miz. <laughs> Indeed. So, uh, slow mo. Futile pyro. Outrageous. I've got all the words today. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you start using the thesaurus before this podcast? What do you mean? Well, look at you with your fancy lingo. Oh, uh, I'm not clever. At least I've stated. <laughs> Looked them up, you know. Uh, and here comes John Morrison, the paragon of virtue. Uh, yeah, God. So Kofi has pancakes. Jelly to go with your pancakes, sir? <laughs> did you notice any of the pancakes get thrown into the crowd, though? No? No. Did they not? I don't think he threw any in. I don't oh, think they okay. reached the crowd. I think it was a case of ugh, half-hearted throwing them on the ramp. It's a shame because there's plenty of jelly to go with those pancakes. I mean, we could just get everyone fed. Well, no, the Undertaker's already put it back on his private jet. <laughs> Lousy fuck. So, more worthless pyro for New Day's entrance. Uh, did Big E just lick his title belt to intimidate the Miz? <laughs> Do you see this? Standard Big E. <laughs> so fucking funny he walks over to the Miz looking like real scary bricks up his title belt licks the edge of it going <laughs> as he's staring at the Miz Miz is tr- corpsing so hard which is going I can't laugh Vince McMahon is sitting there going this is an excellent booking decision oh it's fucking hilarious man like uh, I don't know about the finish of this match but these two teams I can, they're alright New Day are good yeah the yeah, Miz is alright isn't he yeah. so, and uh, jo- Johnny Blaze is there there is an utter douchebag and the fourth row opposite. Oh, the sorry, I thought we were talking about Johnny Morrison again. <laughs> There's a guy wearing sunglasses at night. John Morrison. <laughs> he was as well, wasn't he? Anyway, so Big E takes the heat, which again we've talked about it before, but it's just so weird. Do they need a Xavier Woods here? I Big don't know because obviously Kofi's the biggest star. He's the former WWE champion. Take yeah, the heat. but he can't take the heat, so Big E takes it, and you're like, um, Big E can sell though in yeah, comedy facial expressions. But when you've got Miz. Yeah, he's, Big he's a former e WWE ring, champion. Like, it doesn't work, dude. It feels weird. You feel like Big E could squash him in just a one push, you know? But The Miz is a top show on the USA Network, Miz and Mrs. with yeah. Maurice Mooley. Oh, I know. I find it weird they turned him heel, considering he's got the show and everything. Yeah, but it's a case that they realised, oh, hang on, we fucked up one of our best, most annoying heels. Yeah, he was really, really good for the turn in face. I know what we'll do. Instead of going full out and having go against Dragon and having that nice personal feud, what we'll do is we'll turn Dragon heel... Yeah. We'll turn Miz face and then we'll make a really fucking terrible decision and re-sign John Morrison. And instead of going, Paul Levesque going, oh yeah, we'll have him on NXT. And luckily someone in the SmackDown writes him and actually no, we've bagsied him. And Triple H's like, oh, thank fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have Ricochet back. So Big E eventually tags in Kofi to an ineffectual response from the crowd. He's <laughs> like, what's Bobby Lashley doing? <laughs> Uh, who are more interested in doing Miz and Jimmy Smackdown stupid chant thing you know yeah. the hey hey ho ho thing so Miz and Mori Parkour Impact Jiminy kick out of New Day's finishes <laughs> fucking starship reason it's so weird isn't it uh, King of Shit Style does his spots 
Miss. Nice. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to get these out. Jamie McLucha Flippy Impact does his spots. <laughs> I'm so proud of these. So, Murray Raw Bin Jumpy Parkour Triple AR Billy McFuckface. <laughs> what the fuck? That's been so long writing these. Jesus Christ. Uh, hits Kofi with a chair in the ribs, uh, which at worst would leave a pretty sore bruise. Miz rolls up Kofi. Really? For the one, two, three. Fuck this company. Russo booking. Your winners and new fuck this company in the bard. Miz and his tag team partner. Johnny fuckface. I mean, I'm really glad they now have matching leather studded jackets, but you know. (laughs) But from a Vince McMahon booking decision, well, the New Day can be hosts. We don't need them in the ring. Where's the other one? Hang on. What? What do you mean where's the other one? You know, the other one. (laughs) Vince, you can't say that. You know, the other one. What's his name? You know, the other one. He thinks he beat three people in the tournament match earlier. He's like, well, it's really good that R-Truth just was resting and couldn't be in this tag match. Vince, that's someone completely different. What? That's not That's not Woods. Nah, fuck off. No, no. They're two separate people. Nah. Vince, man. I mean, God, those tag, tag belts are ugly. They're, they're horrendous. They really are. Um, so I have no positive to say about this tag match. It's, yeah. I, it looks like we're positioning for. Hmm, we need to have a face winner belt at Mania in the pre-show. Hello. Ah, okay. Um, I mean, it seemed obvious that we're going to do Usos New Day. Doesn't seem so obvious anymore. No, because we've done that before. We'll have a multi-man. Yeah, but the whole conversation of you're like, oh, we're seven-time champs, we're eight-time champs, gives a good backstory. Yep, and yeah. we'll end up with Ryder and Hawkins versus the Miz and Morrison. <laughs> Feels like we're going somewhere down that line, doesn't it? I can't wait for us to have the jelly trophy match. The Andre the Jelly Trophy. (coughs) (laughs) That's good. Um, I mean, they've got Viking Raiders. They've got AOP. They've got a whole bunch of good tag teams at the moment. They're just not really utilizing them a great deal. No, because they don't know how to book tag teams. Yeah, it's weird. Which is a real shame. So uh, did Byron Saxon just sprint backstage for this next segment? I mean, wasn't he on commentary a second ago? I lost a bit of track here. Similar to Kushida, he can teleport. <laughs> so Rollins and Murphy do well ripping off other people's shit, as they always do. Uh, straight to Society 2.0. Yeah. So uh, buy our shit advert. Um, Hang on. There's nothing wrong with buy our shit advert. <laughs> WorldWrestlingPodcast.com. Thank or you Amazon UK, Buy a t-shirt. For our next match... Uh, Angel Gaza, should it's Angel Gaza? Angel Gaza. Okay. Versus Humberto Carrillo, who has the best name ever. Which is basically Vincent Mann going, we still don't know how to book Latin American wrestlers. Where's Del Rio? Oh, hang on. We've had Rey Mysterio attacked in the States. Yeah. And hmm. um, This was probably the 18th match these guys have wrestled in a row. But for all the bad points, Angel Gaza, Angel Gaza, He's a dislikable shit. I think he's doing quite well. I think it's great. I think I like Humberto Carrillo. I love Rey Mysterio, obviously. Uh, I really adore um, Andrade Cien Almas. And these guys have just been wrestling each other for months now, it feels like. What I've seen, well, yeah, it's that and then team, team Owens versus Team Rollins. Yeah, but like, I wonder why they're wrestling each other. What have these people got in similar tags? Well, what's nice, on the Twitter, on um, Zelina Vega's Twitter, yeah. they ha- she's taken a picture which is basically Angel Garza Andrade and her as a nice. trio and I thought that would be a nice little faction Fucking a nice little tag team yeah, which sure. they won't ever use properly it's <coughs> a bit weird isn't it the whole Mexicans have to wrestle Mexicans and that's about it well Cain Velasquez came in Vince McMahon went ah triple A 
<laughs> no, no, no. He's gone. That's double A, and he's gone to AW. No, the other one. That's Triple H. <sighs> Get the little people out. I'm lost in this joke, bro. <laughs> so, even Gaza gets unavailing pyro. <laughs> getting more in-depth there so graves tells us these lads are cousins it's almost like they could have built some sort of story around that moving on so uh his name is humberto carrillo if only they'd ricardo rodriguez to announce him as a heel fucking a man who's apparently still working for the fed is he yeah he's backstage he's a producer what for the luchador matches no like for raw hmm. yeah like on like a main script writer producery guy oh well you know he's good at ring announcing then well, it's not like he's got much creative control or, you know, option here. Well, he can't bring back his mate, yeah. Johnny Wifebeater. <laughs> well, which one? Uh, so no pyro for Humberto. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then he's like, hey, there's the inefficious pyro. <laughs> Yay. Oh, this is getting awful. flip de doos Spot fest, as you might expect. Sorry, uh, I didn't think we were reviewing AEW. <laughs> Please let it be known that I very much like the AEW product, but okay, I still, yeah. I've, I've still got to keep on with my, you know, I'm consistent. We've only had like one of the greatest matches of all time last week, but it's all good. I so, think um, you'll find that was uh, Alicia Fox versus Melina. <laughs> <laughs> that Give that six stars. That is one of my favourite matches, though. <laughs> uh, so um, let's see the Young Bucks do the splits entrance and get me having a boner. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's a moment in this match. I'm sure you know the moment I mean. Uh, there's a Canadian destroyer, which literally no one gives a fuck about. That's because everybody does Canadian destroyers now. It's the new arm track. But it's like just that we've got to that point. Yeah, no one gives a fuck. These guys do a Canadian destroyer in front of however many thousands of people there were. And everyone was like, yeah, all right. Are you going to finish the match now, boys? Well, like, no, because why... Commentary why, barely mentioned it. Why bother covering them? Because everyone kicks out a two on a destroyer. <sighs> so fucking dumb. So dumb. Like, these guys are working their asses off. Pointlessly. Go out and do a fucking arm lock and shout at the crowd, you get a bigger reaction. Yes. Real wrestling fans in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. <sighs> For fuck's sake. So, in a medium close-up shot of the guys in the ring, I can literally see only the first three rows, Okay. I counted 14 people that weren't looking at the match. Yep. Out of about 30-odd. So half the people in the first three rows are not even looking anywhere near the ring. Are you trying to suggest that people have had to attend this event under duress? I don't know. Are you trying to say that they are here and they don't have an interest in professional wrestling? I don't know what's happening. Because Vince McMahon certainly doesn't have an interest in professional wrestling. If I'm at a wrestling show and I'm not a wrestling fan, right? And there's all this stuff with Undertaker and Truth and all this sort of jelly bollocks and whatever. And then these two, see some jelly bollocks. <laughs> these two young guys come out and kill themselves. I would at least be like, wow, this is interesting. <laughs> fucking 15 people in the front three rows just like, I wonder what's on Twitter today. Or like, you know, hey, you got that uh, not beer? <laughs> not <laughs> beer. <laughs> it's so weird. That's because they don't give a shit. It ruins everything. Wrestling is about crowd participation. There's probably really good Wi-Fi in that stadium. They're like, (laughs) I can download some podcasts. Maybe they'll subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Yeah, I'm sure they'd love this podcast. They'd love to leave us a five-star rating. Maybe we'll get some abuse in Arabic on our Twitter feed again. (laughs) The one thing I did know is at least that guy took off his sunglasses. (laughs) So there we go. Exactly, so I could see his phone. 
roly-poly finish for the one, two, three, and your winner is Hector Garza. And it's like, that was a wrestling Hector match. Hector Garza? Is it? Oh, I put Hector Garza. What's <laughs> Angel Garza. Angel Garza. Hector, oh, that would have that Hector Garza me. be even Hector better. Hector Garza yeah. fucking turns up and gets the win. <laughs> uh, so Cole, Boo, and Graves give him a boo as well. Fuck him. Sound enthused on commentary. Hang on, he's, he goes out of comment and they've got a dog called Pancake. <laughs> there you go. Everyone comes to me for this insider information. <laughs> Byron Saxton is backstage again, this time with Bailey. Um, Saxton's shirt is very pink. Um, Saxton has sideburns, but no hair on top and no beard. But it kind of works for him. I mean, someone's ribbed him and said, Byron, that looks really good. Oh, okay, Vince. I didn't, I didn't hate it. Is this it's the kind be... of thing that I should be like, look at this fucking idiot. But I'm looking at him going, looks quite good. <laughs> If we can raise enough money, I will pay you to do this. <laughs> what that? Sideburns. Fuck and- that shit. Uh, no, 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 just let's just move on. <laughs> so um, <laughs> Bailey says some stuff. Um, <laughs> John Cena returns tomorrow. <laughs> Cole Boo calls Cena the greatest of all time because Cole is obviously the greatest commentator of all time. He understands what greatness really means in pro wrestling. But remember, don't sell out the Rock. I'll yeah. I'll never leave. Hang on, John. Did you not wrestle? Hang on. Oh, no. Yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it? I've, I've read something there about apparently Cena might retire at this WrestleMania. Yeah, he's done. I'm like, he'll come back for paydays. Especially if he doesn't get a couple of movies a year, year or two in a row. <laughs> yeah. This is- Which will happen eventually. <laughs> happens to all fucking movie people. Yeah, he'll go to the Saudi shows and get yeah. a payday. I used to coughing quite a lot. I'm not going to die, am I? I hope not. <laughs> I still think it's those crisps I ate beforehand. I still get this horrible tingle. Before we started recording, oh, we'll be fine, on, my, on my drive over, I decided to eat a pack of um, sweet chili snacker jacks. And for some reason, I tipped the crisp packet <laughs> and all the dust went into my front. And I started choking just as I was leaving my office. So much so that people now have banned me from the office tomorrow because I was coughing on crisps. <laughs> <laughs> fucking backwards paid to stay at home though it's not bad well I've got to work oh okay well yeah that's not too bad so- seven and a half hours non-chargeable time research <laughs> <laughs> so WWE Raw tag team title match up next of Murphy and Seth Rollins our current champions versus the street profits of Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford Montez Ford future main eventer yeah it seems to be the current thinking Angelo Dawkins is there he will have a motorized tarantula before you know it. <laughs> Cue the purposeless pyro for Murphy and Rollins. Rollins? Yeah. Seth Rollins? Rollins? Not Rollins. He's not a fucking West Ham player. Is that what I said? Rollins. 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 There you go. <laughs> Henry Rollins. <laughs> so, uh, kind of, oh, Street Profits enter to more valueless pyro. <laughs> uh, I didn't see any red cups in the crowd. With no. the Saudi audience trying to get the smoke. Yeah, indeed. What is this whole the smoke thing? I'm too old to understand. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't get it. I think it's meant to be like the heat or the the, the momentum, not literally like weed smoke or whatever. Mm. I don't think that's what it's meant to be. It, if it is, Vince McMahon has definitely aged. Yeah, I let's mean... Get, let's get an RVD promo out for these two young gentlemen who clearly love drugs. It's not like the whole weed thing's being like hidden anymore. Matt Riddle. Yeah, exactly. So it's like maybe they are just going like, yeah, we love weed. Everyone should love weed. It's legal now in America. I don't think it is, though. No. I. If some young c- people, explain this. To young us. people, hit us up on At World of Rest Pod. Let us know. All those lovely young people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> what kept the smoke is. 
<laughs> so coronavirus is officially dead as well as half the populace of the animal kingdom because uh, the length this pyro is fucking insane um i like the street profits teal and white gear thought that was pretty cool yeah it's you know street profits are are a very very good tag team they've just been sure. hideously wasted oh okay hang on Ugly right. tag belts. Get a smoke mug for your dog, Julia. I don't know what that is. I've just tried to see what get the smoke is. <laughs> what the fuck? And in the open dictionary it says, get the mug. Get a smoke mug for your dog, Julia, is what it says. I, I don't think that's the definition. Mm. Cheers, Google. <laughs> Google doesn't even know what the smoke is. Shall I ask Siri on air? It was at this point I noticed there were still two hours left on the show. And I was like, oh, fuck's sake. So, um, two headbands. <laughs> <laughs> just all I put down here. Uh, it's quite the bold look. It's an interesting choice, isn't it? Yeah. Makes them stand out, though. They're sports stars. I mean, we've talked about it. So there exactly. You go. And always matching. So uh, Rollins and Murphy got matching gear, too. I uh, didn't think they'd take the gimmick that far. Appreciate the effort. but Yeah. yeah. Well done. Everyone wearing black. In... Well, black and silver. Again, stealing more of Kenny Omega's shit, because, you know, that's what Buddy Rollins does. does. Well, yeah. <laughs> I love that I said Buddy and you said Rollins. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Uh, I'm trying not to be too negative here right he's the messiah but this match should be great but everything is so subdued like even montez ford doesn't seem to be 100 percent in that's because montez ford is doing this oh my wife can't come here right okay yeah like he's so character his facials are amazing in the ring he, he... he's properly calling it in here i think that's because he's realized it's just well this is it yeah what's the point and also, it's like, right, so we're going to have another match with these boys, and we're not going to further our storyline. It's kind of weird. Like, crowd are dead for most of the match. Uh, gets a bit more lively towards the end. Montez does the huge frog splash, which is super cool. Like, his, that dude can leap like crazy. He, in, the, in the combine, he wins it every year, and so does Bianca Belair for the ladies. Oh, and- the how high you can jump yeah well he won the whole bloody thing again (laughs) oh okay nice i think they both won it the last two years he's incredible man like um, him and bianca belair yeah yeah. absolutely the the next but wwe do not do what you did with seth rollins and becky lynch for their engagement don't put married couples together on screen yeah it does not work it can work it worked once and then look what happened what you mean macho and liz Mm. or okay yeah, I mean, they are the best example. I finally got around to watching those voice documentaries, by the way. Oh, yeah, they're the, excellent. The Macho Man one was spectacular. Oh, amazing, man, like really good stuff. Second series is starting soon, and they're oh, starting good. off with um, He Who Shall Not Be Named. Oh, Chris. Yeah. Benoit. Benoit and yeah. Nancy. I think it's become okay to talk about it. Oh, have you watched um, the interview with his son? No. I'm, 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 it's a name that begins with D, but not the one... Yeah. Not the, Daniel. Yeah. David? Benoit? I'm not sure. I always get the names mixed up, so I, I'm always reluctant to just say, oh, it's this one. Because he, he got a lot of shit when he started training to be a wrestler. Yeah. Did the son of Benoit. Yeah. It's like, the older son, the one yeah. who in Canada. It's like, yeah. don't give him shit for his father's it's tricky, isn't issues. It? But then he says stuff like, I want to be Chris Benoit Jr. And you're like, uh... no, you will not. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I want to come out in the same gear. Like, I've got his gear, and I want to come out to the music and stuff. And you're like, um... I think you're popping, and you're attempting to pop a media. The, the whole d- the whole know. idea that no news is good news. Or do you think it's he's... A, it's an interview with Chris Van Vliet, right? Uh, I'd highly recommend watching it. Massively intriguing, if anything else. He seems like a really innocent dude. And that he's made a lot of money in the oil industry and stuff, so he doesn't need to work, basically, is what yeah. it comes down to. And I'm sure his dad made a decent amount of money and all that sort of stuff. But he's saying that like like, like Chris definitely did it. 
100% did it. Like, this is what he says. He's yeah. seen the police reports. He's been there every step of the journey. Chris definitely did it. But he doesn't blame his dad because he doesn't think his dad was capable of understanding what was happening. Yeah. Which is a really interesting argument when you think about it. Because, like, you know, if someone's mentally disabled, you can't blame them for doing something wrong. They don't understand that they're doing wrong. I, I will say that and obviously we, we've gone very much off topic but it's certainly much more interesting than the Saudi absolutely, show absolutely yeah that's why I went down this route I was like there were there were text messages sent at the time from his new house yeah. which I think was it to Malenko to Charvo and someone else Bob Holly Bob Holly maybe Regal okay. and, he, and he messaged them saying my physical address is this the dogs are locked in there yep. so yes while there's the argument that he was of a mental disposition where he didn't know what he was doing to have the wherewithal to text people and go here's my new address sure the dogs are locked away but maybe my my thinking is from listening to this interview and looking up some things about it and stuff like not the conspiracy bullshit like you can start to eliminate a lot of stuff you know yeah. is that it seems like he's just had something has gone drastically wrong and he's not been able to deal with it and then done did what he did and then is immediately felt remorseful because you read those texts and stuff, and to kill yourself over that, you know, it's like you don't do that. Like serial killers don't kill themselves. You know no. what I mean? Like I watched a bunch of psychology stuff on YouTube. I'm really interested in the subject matter. But uh, the one thing that I did read about this recently was, um, do you know? Do you know they were going to make a movie about Chris Benoit? Yes. Do you know about what the plot was going to be? The was it Sullivan? They were going to use Sullivan as the the bad guy in the plot. I'm like. Oh, no, 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 you can't do that. It makes for an amazing story because the backstory is so in-depth and so interesting. But you can't have Sullivan be the guy that did it in the murder. No, no way whatsoever. And they got that movie shut down quick, it seems. So there we go. I mean, that's the thing. It's it's one of those things in wrestling that will always people have an opinion. Even now, people who are coming into the business will go back and look at it. Like we, as when we were in it, had no idea about Bruiser Brody. Yeah, sure. And then we've gone back and we found out about what allegedly happened on that night. Yeah. And what definitely happened on that night. Well, yeah, exactly. That, that's been proven pretty much. There's so many eyewitnesses and so many but, accounts of it. But it is still a real shame. That cunt still wandering around booking people yeah. in wrestling. It's insane. Fucking murderer running Puerto Rican wrestling and you're like, what the fuck? Some would suggest maybe uh, Vinnie Mac is a murderer. Well, you could definitely say that. And I kind of... No, you're not, because we don't want to get sued. So uh, I guess a bit more lively towards the end of this match. Uh, Pedigree's reversing to the DDTs was a really fun yeah. spot when Rollins and... Uh, not your buddy, go for... Um, Dawkins. The Pedigree's. But then they reversed them into yeah. the DDTs, which is a really I, fun moment. And in the, finally, the crowd came alive for that. Yeah, the last like four or five spots they, they popped for, at yeah. least. And these guys are working hard as well, even though they called most of the match in, it felt like, especially the Street province, yeah. their usual selves. But I also think a lot of that was to do with the, we've flown in, we've got to fly back, yeah, some of you sure. guys have got to work, Smacky D. Yep. And Smacky D is still great. <laughs> so curb stomp on the hardest part of the ring behind the ref's back. Murphy rolls up Dawkins for the one, two, three. Nice, and still. Nice heel cheating sort of win, you know? Don't yeah, hate it. Get their spots in. Fun match, uh, had some story in there at least. Uh, not much, but they did good with what they had, I guess. Yeah, and again, for about 13 minutes, it was all right. But the Street Profits need to just have the shackles taken off. Let them be the Street Profits. Sure. So Nassau Mania is in 38 days away from today or whatever. Riyadh Mania. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Imagine if they don't do Pirate Mania. I'll be so disappointed. I'm looking forward to Pirate Mania. 
Pyromania. How is Kyrie Sane not main eventing Pyromania? Because she might have a tag match because they haven't defended the belt since December. That is weird, isn't it? Who's uh, it's uh, Alexa? Oh, Bliss and Cross. It's Bliss and Cross, the current champs, aren't they? And it was supposed to be Natty and Beth. Yeah, but Beth's been RKO'd now, so she should probably sell that. Yeah, I like I like Natty. She's um she's on TV a lot. She's you know she's the R truth of the women's division. Yeah, but she likes cats, so that's all right. Sure. So uh, Byron- everyone loves pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Such a cheap joke. Still got me. <laughs> yeah. So Byron Saxton back on uh, me me complaining about cheap jokes. Like, come on. <laughs> so uh, Byron Saxton back on commentary. Pirate jokes, you know, like WrestleMania this year, because um, they make pirate jokes on commentary. Yar. Yeah, yeah, okay. And WrestleMania's a joke this year. Get it? Way, But <laughs> WrestleMania's not a joke. It's a showcase of the immortals. It's the greatest show of showcase of them all. Yeah. Not them all. Because everyone goes, oh, it's a greatest showcase of them all. No, it's not the mall. It's them all. Let's talk about it now. Fuck it. Well, it's probably better for the end. But like, you know, what's the average age of the main eventers this year at WrestleMania? Uh, we might have a deal with ESPN Plus. So we need real wrestlers who people know. To sell the pay-per-view. You would have thought I'd make a star here and there. Remember yeah. all those documentaries? They were like, yeah, WCW dies, didn't make any stars. They've made stars. John Cena. He's on the card. Who's off? He's on the card. Yep. The Undertaker. Well, what happens after Mania when all these old guys fuck off for a few months? Big Drew McIntyre will uh, probably not beat Brock. That's a fair point, actually. He better fucking beat Brock. No chance. He better beat Brock. Vince McMahon's doing this going, oh, we do this story now every year at Mania. The big baddie heel loses to the underdog who's had all the struggle. And now Vince McMahon will go, you know what, guys? What we haven't done for a few years, the fans really want Drew to win. This year, because we, we let Brian win the belt. We've let Kofi win the belt. He's not the chosen one. I remember him. He was in a three-man band, that Indian <laughs> bloke and that ginger guy. Imagine if there's run-ins at WrestleMania and it's Heath Slater and Jinder Mahal. <laughs> and then also from a Vince standpoint, Vince, you do realise that guy's Canadian. What, Heath? No! <laughs> oh, fucking hell. But that's, that's what they definitely need to avoid doing. In any vignettes <laughs> they do of Drew, do not show him in pitch with 3MB. I can't wait. Like, I love Drew. I think he's fucking amazing. When's Heath going to get his title run? Oh, God. 3MB has generated more world champions. <laughs> How than... is Heath Slater still employed? He's never on TV. He was on TV. He lost he to Dragon last week. In like a second, you know what I mean? And then he, oh, I guess Brooklyn Brawl has been employed for that long. He's said yeah. and probably survive. He must be a lovely bloke backstage or very, very quiet. Token redhead. <laughs> Just can't. <laughs> oh, him and Becky Lynch. He's got kids. Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking hell. To out, go to so. show how badly she's been booked, I completely forgot of Becky Lynch's existence when I said that. Man, it's crazy. She cut a hell of a fucking promo on Raw this week. Yeah, she's saving really her good. career in that promo as yeah. far as I'm concerned. She made Shayna Baszler actually be able to have a look like a viable challenger. Yeah. It's weird. They can put someone over like a monster like that. Uh, elimination, Rage in a Cage, whatever it's called. <laughs> 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 and then like, you know, squash Asuka. And I was like, fucking bastards. That that spot where she Baszler swung Liv Morgan into the side that of the amazing. cage. amazing. So good. But still didn't really get her over, it felt like. No one cares about Seems Shayna Seems like Baszler. people just walking out of the arena halfway through the bloody match. The problem with Shayna Baszler is that Rhea Ripley came along and she's a better version of Shayna Baszler. Kind of, yeah. Shayna could still work though, man. Yeah, she's very, very good, but everyone yeah. was impressed by the new shiny toy. All the problems, the lack of story. Yeah. With all of them. Well, that's why NXT have a decent women's division, because they book them. So, uh, clips from the kickoff show earlier tonight that you watched earlier California! 
<laughs> the OC beat the Viking War Raider experience, lads. Uh, Goldberg has a dressing room. Oh, goody, here's the <laughs> to rescue the show. It's Dolph Ziggler. He's here to show the world. He's here to show the world. Come on! <laughs> so Dolph Ziggler with his eternal valet of hetero life mate, Bobby Roode. Again, returning from a wellness violation. Well oh, done, Bobby Roode. Okay, versus... Mansoor. Oh, my word. I can't even believe the Saudi fans are working through Vince's BS booking. Hang on. He's from around these parts. Let's book him as a face. He's the new John Cena. Let's shove him down their throats. Which is why, let's get to the end of this match because it was shit. Yeah. When Mansoor won, they booed the shit out of him. How is his pop gone from most over guy in the whole company to no one gives a shit? Because he hasn't been used on TV since he last won over Cesaro at Crown Jewel. So weird. Well, no. I think Mansoor's quite good. He is. But they don't use him because Vince McMahon's a racist. And he's like, well, Arlie's Arlie's injured. No, no, Vince. Vince, no. Arlie's your next one behind Seth Rollins they look similar. Yeah, I mean, if you put all the roster like in order of quality, Mansoor's down near the bottom. Yeah. But he's only been working like a couple of years, it feels like. He's been doing stuff on NXT oh. UK, apparently. Yeah, I've heard a few things. So, But the fact of the matter is, yes, it's important to get him on your shows, but he isn't the reason people turn up to... Riyadh, Saudi Arabia to watch wrestling yeah. it's because they've been told to go <laughs> so um <laughs> joke about synonyms for pointless pyro whatever uh, <laughs> I've given up at this point so Mansoor looks happy and obviously is the hometown wink a lad is pretty over um, well to start with for a minute or so mm. the pop that is quick though well, that's because they turn on him. Yeah, it's strange. Uh, Rude gets involved at the start. Ref chucks Bobby out. Uh, Dolph's gear is very late 90s Bret Hart. Pink and black. Skull type badge graphic thing. Yep. Nice ode to him. Wrestling. Uh, Ziggler guiding this young man through the match. Honestly, Ziggler is an ultimate carpenter. He's absolutely fucking brilliant. Top five wrestler in the company. Yeah, he's right up there. Like, he's never going to get over again. We all no, know it. They, they ruined it. Well, they ruined it by like, oh, you got a concussion. Ah, we can't book him now. Sure. But when I was talking about um, AJ and Ziggler earlier, and like there's two guys that you can constantly rely on to have a good match They've with never had a bad match. Yeah. Ziggler's fucking great, man. In a so very underrated. long time. I can't remember a bad Dolph Ziggler match. I think Bro- even if he went to like New Japan, AEW, wherever, I don't think you can repackage him. He will always no. be Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, he can be but Nick I- Nemeth as much as he wants, but it won't work. Sure. But I thought that about Swagger as well, to be fair. And he's been fucking great. He's one of the, my favorite things about AEW. because they've booked him well. Yeah. Maybe they can with Ziggler. Same thing as they've done with Wardlow. They keep the big boys important. Sure, and silent. Yeah. Clever. Very, very clever. Makes them feel intimidating and big and scary. And And nothing to do with the Jack Tabard (laughs) collet. Well, there is that. Uh, So, uh, crowd are pretty much quiet throughout. I mean, if Mansoor can't even get them going, it's a shame, really. Not the pop he got last year. Uh, Fun flipping DDT out the corner by Mansoor. Thought that was good. Yeah, nice bit of skill he's learned in the PC. Sure. But it was nice as well that this year that um, Cesaro bothered to turn up wearing gear as opposed to the last show when he turned up in his trousers and trainers, didn't he, when he wrestled Mansoor? Yeah, true. Yeah. So Mansoor thanks Ziggly for guiding him through this match by moonsaulting his knees into his tummy and bollocks for the finish. <laughs> One, two, three. Right in the jelly balls. That might look like a fucking hurt. And that's probably why they booed him. So it's like, oh, how's he going to appropriate? <laughs> Not as much as Natty taking the knees in the face in the cage. <laughs> that looked fucking sore. Well, she's a heart. She can take it. Ah, fucking A, man. She is a Donny, to be fair. Like, I don't like her matches, whatever, but like, nah, you can, again, you can rely on her for anything, you know? She'll be coaching 
with yeah. Sarah Damaso at some point. He's got a job for life, it feels yeah. like, yeah. Uh, and rightly so. Um, so Saxon with Mansoor in the ring. Uh, we hear some people booing Mansoor. That was mainly me. You probably heard me from my house. <laughs> the best bit at the end was Mansoor gets Oscar'd at the end of this. They just play his entrance music and like, get out before the crowd turn on you fully. That's because Vince had done this going, guys, go get back for SmackDown. Come on, get on the fucking plane. <laughs> we're about to cut the feed and go home. Yeah. <laughs> We've told them we're leaving at 10, but we're actually taking off at 9. Ah, let's get out. So Cole Boo puts over a musical fountain. That'll be the next trophy. <laughs> Great video package, to be fair, for our next match. For the WWF Championship, Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman, our current champion, versus Ricochet. Pyro jokes. Heyman announces Brock as the winner before the match is started. Which is what we knew already. Brock smash. F5. 1, 2, 3. Squashed. Lesnar wins. Little do we know, a couple of nights later, he'd lose to Riddick Moss in a 24-7 title match. What's he done? Okay, we're talking Riddick Moss, right. What's, what's Who the fuck is Riddick Moss? And why is he squashing my favourite wrestlers? And why is he not defending that belt 24 hours a day? He is, but now it's in matches because R-Truth's busy recording his rap album. What the fuck? Like, I'm, I'm trying what not to has, be too negative about the product. What has Ricochet done? Because there is no way that he can go from this to being in so... He was on main event. We all know what he's done. Uh, Casey Katzenano. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, it's... I don't get it. Who the fuck is this Rinnick Moss guy? I know he's been in the company for years. He used to tag with Tino Sabatelli yep. down in NXT. Yep. He's a former NFL sports player. Squash Cedric Alexander, squash Ricochet. He's got the 24-7 belt. Isn't doing but social stuff with it. look at him. Look at him. He looks boring. He's a specimen. He doesn't even look that good. He's a specimen. Put him next to Bobby Lashley or Braun Strowman and tell me which one looks like a specimen. Rinnick Moss is a sports superstar. <laughs> Ricochet's just He's a, a stiff cunt as well, but in the worst way possible. Ricochet's just a tiny little man who isn't Rey Mysterio. Fucking hell. Give man. me fucking Prince Puma. Yeah. That's the is. only way you're going to be able to save Ricochet. And I can only. But then he's a mask guy, and Vince doesn't care about mask guys. He'll be in the Lucha House Party. You've got Lindsay fucking suit. What's it called? Shooting starring off the top of the fucking chamber. He won't be booked for the next five weeks. No, because he's only in there to shooting star off the chamber. And then no one cool. cares because Tucker went off the top as well. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Oh, we're off the pod. He's not off the top of the fucking chamber. Doesn't matter. He's a big boy. Scared of heights. It was a good spot. <laughs> What's the other big guy? Uh, Otis. Otis running through the pod. They kind of stop and go, oh, I've got to keep going. <laughs> running through the other bit of the pod was fucking hilarious. I love that spot. And then selling it like he's damaged on the outside and can't get back in. I'm like, he fell like two foot. He didn't fall far at all. He came across really well on Corey Graves' <laughs> podcast. Oh, he's like, like yeah. a funny guy. I don't like the gar- character or the gimmick where it does nothing for me. But he seems like a nice enough bloke. Yeah. And I quite like the stories they're doing with him. At least yeah. they're trying to do some stories. Exactly. More than with Ricochet. That chamber match was brilliant. I really enjoyed the tag. It was sloppy to start with. But the last like five or ten minutes, I thought it was really, really well done. Now, where was Ricochet at Elimination Chamber? Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things about this pay-per-view, going into Elimination Chamber, is then going into Mania, which is the whole point of these shows is to build to Mania, right? Yeah. The... You have, like, Undertaker, Goldberg, blah, 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 on the Super Saudi show. They're all missing from Chamber. But then again, so was Becky Lynch, so was Baza Corbs. Why are these people not on the show? Because they know they can't get injured leading into Mania because they've got no other stars. But how are you going to build some matches if you haven't got people on the shows that people are watching? Because people don't buy it for the build-up, Rich. They buy it because it's WrestleMania. Yeah. And we need ESPN buy rates. 
I'm really interested to see what happens over the next few months in terms oh, it's of fucked. network and who buys what and such. You know, Take the money and run. So uh, anything you want to say about Brock or Ricochet or anything this match? Brock's really good, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's a useful guy to have on the card. He brings buys in and such, I guess. Yeah, he's... I don't think this is the way to book him, but this is what it is. No, but I think it was a case of we need to get Brock to We need to give him a title defence. We need to get against someone who doesn't matter in Vince McMahon's eyes. Yeah, evidently. And, and, bloody and, hell. And in fairness, the, the problem is, unfortunately for Ricochet, is a promo. Which is a show. If he's he given can the op- talk. He's, when he's given the chance, he's not bad. That was no. exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. If he's given the opportunity to have a storyline, I think what would help him, because he didn't have much time down there, let him go to NXT and be a character. Yeah, sure. It fits him so well down there. Perfect. Well. It fits him perfectly. Imagine him going against Dream again because they had a fantastic match. Yep. In ring, he is one of the very best. Against the UE, against Balor, against whatever. There's so many yeah. options down there, you know. But I mean, is that not the solution to almost everyone on the roster right now? Not really. I think okay. the, the problem is with Ricochet, he was brought up too soon from NXT when they did the whole new talent initiative and that's when they brought up Ciampa Gargano, Ali Black and, and Ricochet. Yeah. There, there was no point in bringing them up. They had nothing for them. Yeah. Putting Ricochet, great entrance at Mania and tagging with Ali Black, great. But it was more a case of Oh, shit, we need to use these guys. We've made a big deal out of them. We've promised we've done it. True. Bringing Ali Black up was right. Having him lose to AJ the other week was a terrible idea, even though it was a gauntlet. Should have had him undefeated. I think they're going to have him tag with Undertaker to go against the OC rather than have a singles well, a match. Yeah, because I don't think Undertaker mm, might be able to like do that. No. I don't like it, but I think it, what else are you going to do with Ali Black? And what better way to have Ali Black I mean, being they, there with Taker? I mean, they had him up against Rollins and stuff this week on Raw. Yeah, but they'll do Rollins-Owens. Oh, yeah, obviously, yeah. Buddy? No, they've done it too long. I know that hasn't... I, I don't think he's going to get booked to Mania, to be honest. I don't think Buddy or... Black, 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 Black or with the Andre. Yeah. yeah, maybe. They'll do that, or they'll have a run-in with the Rollins-Owens oh, feud, not you know? Oh, again, for fuck's sake. That could, be a, that could be a fun, silly schmoz, get everyone over, have a big bollocks fest out there, you know? Yeah, but they've done it every night on Raw. But sorry, I've, I've, I've digressed from Ricochet. Really good, really good wrestler, needs time to work on promos, needs to have more of a character. Because if I say, what is Ricochet? Other than I'm a very good wrestler, who is Ricochet? Other than he's got a really hot little girlfriend. Sure. So, uh, dog, vi- <laughs> sorry, <laughs> dog food video package <laughs> for our next match of the evening. Crufts. Did you see Trent Seven on Crufts? <laughs> I didn't know. Was he actually on Crufts? Yeah, with the Gallus boys. <laughs> they were great. they were they were going for the um, the heavy wolf champion. So they were judging dogs themselves, and they called them the heavy wolf champions. They had WWE dog collars. Jesus Christ! So Roman Reigns versus King Corbin Yawn. in a solid steel cage. Yawn. Fuck me. By the time I got to this part of the show, I was like, Ugh, I don't. This care. time, fucking hell. I was a match in, and I was like, skip, 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 skip. <laughs> As you notice, I haven't really looked at many of my notes for this because purely for this cage match, I wrote shit cage match, shit storyline, no interest anymore. So, um, I like King Corbin's WrestleMania 9 entrance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought that was quite good. The best thing of this whole match was that Baron Corbin shortly afterwards tweeted that he thought he had every chance to beat Brock Lesnar, but it was knackered by the regalia he came down to the <laughs> ring with and it made his legs tired after three minutes. That was fucking hilarious, man. So, um, I did wonder whether the Royal Prince was okay with this whole King Corbin gimmick in Saudi Arabia. It's, uh, well, bold. He, he's the king. He's not the crown prince. Ah, there we go. So Corbin's dedication to the King gimmick is great, to be fair to him. Like, I know he's not the most interesting guy in the world. but Yeah, but everyone hates him. And also, yeah. he cooks very good meat on his Twitter. And I enjoy that. Oh, interesting. Cool. So um, Pyro, yeah, whatever. So uh, Roman... Jamie- I love the fact that already the favourite part of this match is 
Baron Corbin in real life cooks meaty steaks and I quite <laughs> like watching him cook it. I've got uh, four notes. So uh, Roman chaining the door shut. What are the rules? Can you do that, Joey? I mean, technically, there's no rules in a cage match in terms of like disqualification. So I guess you could use a chain. But WWE, you're allowed to escape through the door. So can you change the, chain the door shut? Yes. I'm not sure you can. Well, can can people swing the door into people's heads? Mm. And normally the cage. Yeah, door- definitely. You can definitely yeah. do that. Yeah, it's fine. I I am I, um, I know the whole AW thing. I don't want to be the guy who just constantly compares this to AW. But the way they do the cage matches is the right way to do cage matches. It's so much better. Yeah, hands down. So uh, story is that Cor- story. Is <laughs> 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 that Corbin is getting the key to unlock the chain that's holding the door closed? I would like Which... it to that Roman Reigns took the key and then would eat it. <laughs> I was hoping they were going to do something like that, but at least they're trying to tell somewhat of a story here. Yes. They tried. The match is terrible. This this is very <laughs> This is very much the storytelling match of the show. Oh bloody hell. So Pedigree uh, Chum enjoys its endorsement. So uh the whole thing is that he's gonna trying to get the door key, which Corbin does a few minutes into the match. They do some Corbin trying to run from Roman the bits. Door key. <laughs> Chained? Doesn't matter. Key I like Dorky. Back to in your house the other week. Um, <laughs> that's still oh, God. That paper Let was me so in. good. Let me in. Sean. Oh fucking hell. He was so good. Ninety-seven. So super dog punch with the chest. <laughs> <laughs> For the one, two, three, and your winner is Roman Reigns. Uh, another shit ton of pyro goes off for of Reigns. Epic victory, uh, or aimless pyro. <laughs> I went back to the gimmick. I do have notes for Roman Reigns once we've completed our main event. Don't worry. Cool. So moving on. Um, yeah. To our... Good. So hold on. R-Truth does a documentary promo video thing. Very good documentary. Definitely worth a watch. Uh, Undertaker jelly match reminder because everyone loves a bit of jelly. <laughs> Freaking laser beams <laughs> for our WWE SmackDown Women's Championship match. Oh, fucking hell. I completely forgot about, about that. Say, you forgot about this match, didn't you? Of Bailey, our current champion, versus Naomi. Did you know that Bailey is spelt with a B-A-Y because she's from the Bay Area? Oh. I learned that on the FCW documentary. There we go. So, That's uh, why I've been there in 20 minutes of my life for that fact. <laughs> But they trained in batting cages, don't you know, Tax? They did. And with kids just watching through the gores. <laughs> Can WWE not afford buildings? <laughs> well, Steve Kern couldn't afford buildings. <laughs> oh, it's just... Oh, anyway. I'm Skinner. <laughs> Skinner! <laughs> Saxton goes, it's glow time. And Graves go, why don't you glow home? Which was the best line on commentary all night. <laughs> Maybe the only good line on commentary the whole night, but it was fucking hilarious. Pop me. And fair play to Naomi for wearing a lovely t-shirt. Yeah, the whole baggy t-shirt thing. Well, that's because they can't show any curves. Of course, yeah. But yeah, Otis. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, ladies. (sighs) So at least they're actually using the gimmicks and not just like, you know. Hang on, no, they're not using the gimmicks because they've got baggy t-shirts on. (laughs) Bailey's still a dick. That was my attempt to do a boob joke. Uh, Oh, sorry. Sorry for gimmicks. But yeah, Bailey's Bailey's still (laughs) a dick. That's actually quite good. (laughs) And at least no one threw a bottle of water on them this time. Yeah. And everyone loves jokes, so we have to explain them. And you go, oh, that was quite good. (laughs) It's so patronizing. So fucking patronizing. (laughs) I wasn't trying to be, I promise. (laughs) So to to now regularly have women's matches on these Saturday shows is a great thing. It's more than just a wrestling match, as we all understand. Uh, That being said, the excessive pyro is footling. Oh my god, this is fantastic. Synonyms are fucking great. So, uh, solid heel face dynamic. Bailey is starting to work as a heel, uh, but I, I still struggle to see her as, like, 
not being this lovely person we all kind of know she is. I enjoy ba- Amo Bailey's bad entrance music that I would have yeah. written like when I was 16 and gone, I've just written an epic song. <laughs> you could feel at any moment she's just going to start smiling. It's just yeah. trying so hard not to smile and enjoy herself. I... I like the fact that this match actually had storytelling, as you said, and actual wrestling. Sure. Because when we had uh, Lacey Evans, what the fuck's happened to Lacey Evans? Where's she gone? She was very, very good. Oh, yeah. She's and, not on TV at all. And Natty. They more, more like... Nia had... Jax as well, by the way. Just yeah. not on TV. Well, she's been injured. Oh, okay. She had to have her knees done. Okay. But the the, the Natalia-Lacey Evans match... <laughs> Get her knees done. <laughs> like most women on the roster. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, when, <laughs> terrible joke. Let's just move on. Just when the Bellas got their knees done. But, um, <laughs> Hall of Fame is the Bellas. But the first match in Saudi, when the ladies actually Wait, wrestled. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are they actually? Yeah. They're going on the Hall of Fame? Yeah. This year? Yes. Hang on. No, no, no. Do not roll your eyes. Because the reason they have so- a larger demographic of women watching the product now larger. is... Larger. <laughs> Sorry. The larger demographic of women watching the product. <laughs> Nikki certainly got a bit larger, didn't she? Anyway, they're, they're both much. pregnant at the same time. No, I don't mean By the bellies. same man. But no, I'm, <laughs> I'm it, still making boob jokes. And okay. was, I was about to get there, but don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> We're just stepping over each other lows. Uh, so let's just That's do what Cena did to Nikki. <laughs> Bailey and Naomi wrestled oh. gently. Occasional top rope state house show dive onto Bailey on the outside. Bailey wins. The, the, to be fair, the finish, right? So um, I'm, I put Moni and Naomi. Moni? Yeah, women. Sp- misses a split-legged moonsault. Because um, John Morrison was backstage. <laughs> Bailey ties Naomi's feet in her baggy shirt. I seriously marked for this spot because they have to yeah. have these shirts. There's a Bailey like ah i can use this to beat you but then her feet pop out from the shirt <laughs> bailey smashes naomi's face into the mat with her knee for the one two three and your winner and still bailey uh, to be fair probably the best match of the night yeah i mean in terms of wrestling and like story and good guy bad guy and everything else like oh definitely yeah from a story standpoint there's not much else going on, on this show well got a main event to go in fairness <laughs> do we <laughs> bailey needs to wrestle Sasha Banks at Mania if they're going to have room for a singles match. That's all I want to see. Whose face? Bailey turns face. Sa- Already? You can't do that to her. Well, because it's gone so well. I know what you mean, but she has to stay a heel for a little bit. They should have just left La- like SummerSlam. Let Lacey turn, proper face, be the all-American military girl. Yeah, I'm not a fan. She could have been Lex Luger. She could have had a steel plate insert in her forearm. You just had to say, she could have been Lex Luger. And I'm like, yeah, so she's fucking terrible. <laughs> she is the total package. <laughs> More boob jokes. <laughs> so, uh, blah, 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 blah. Speaking Magic's... of boobs, Goldberg's here soon. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, finish was mad creative. Bailey screaming at the camera crowd. She heads to the back. You know, she's trying at least. Yeah. Um, and, and at least she was heel. At least yeah. she was heel rather than Lacey and Natty hugging exactly. it out. That's why I put this as my match of the night yeah. for this show. God. Because I wonder if the first is. match it was a case of they can wrestle, but they can't hit. Yeah, yeah, it feels like Did it. Did you notice still there was a lack of strikes? I didn't. No. Interesting. I wonder hmm. if I'll there's certain guidelines. If we ever watch one of these bollock shows again. We watch all of these shows because we watch them, listener, so you don't have to. It's my job now, yeah. Rich yeah. had to watch it twice. <laughs> <laughs> totally can't listen the first time, but it got it spoiled for me. So, spoiled speaking of which, my reaction to this next match, I was not a happy boy. Oh, you are going to hate me then. Time for your main event. 
event of the evening, the WWE Blue Universal Championship match of The Fiend carrying his $6,500 belt to the ring. Because that's how much his custom Fiend belt costs. Oh, interesting. Because he didn't have the blue belt. Is that how much it was to buy it on the network yeah. shop? Was it, was it six and a half? I thought it was like six, three and a half. Or I whatever. thought it was six and a half grand. Whatever. The Fiend is custom fucking plastic dumb shit versus Goldberg. William Goldberg. <laughs> so, Goldberg, Goldberg, Goldberg walks out of his one-room shack. Now my mom pins it hack with Minx on her back. Sorry. Um, <laughs> security, someone will get that joke, not you. Uh, security, you're not a Biggie fan, are you? Biggie Langston, yeah. <laughs> so security walks Goldberg out to the entranceway <laughs> from his, you know, homeless shelter out of the back. Uh, How Gold- dare you? That's where all these, all the audience is going to be crammed into after the show and wheeled out. <laughs> Goldberg waits for his pyro to go off and, and he gets waits, bored. Does his punchy kick thing. Some spooky pyro goes off next to him. Of all the things on this night, they messed up Goldberg's pyro. Of all the pyro they had on this night, they fucked this up. It's been quite a long show, so they've probably fallen asleep and someone's oh. gone, why is Goldberg kicking? Oh no! <laughs> the shitty spooty <laughs> either side of him once or twice as he's doing his punches. They kicks. actually had to have the delay because Vince McMahon's <laughs> private jet was already flying out the stadium so they couldn't let the pyro go off till he'd flown past. <laughs> I was pissing myself laughing. I missed this the first time. Goldberg looks so fucked off. It was I, great. But like, of, of all the things, like unlike HBK in our last episode, at least Goldberg just kind of got on with it and then like, because What's it called? Chastise. Chastise. Like the other people at ringside and such. So like, give him some props for being somewhat of a professional. Goldberg gassed by the time he'd walked down the entrance ramp. He looked shattered. He also looked a bit cold, to be fair. It looked windy and stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go out there and just like, biker shorts. I wouldn't imagine Saudi Arabia was cold, but... Well, they didn't go on about the temperature at this show like they normally do. No. Oh, it's 7,000 degrees here at ringside. That's only because the Crown Prince just sat behind us with a gun. <laughs> By the way, so, I'm, a, um, I'm an investigative journalist. Could I please come to your embassy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do this live. Fuck it, I'm bored. We're really glad that you're our friend. And this is a friendship that will never, ever end unless you face Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, spooky fiend time. It's that time again. For an explanation of who's the good guy and who's the bad guy with your boy, Fanboy Rich. Bear with me. So, Bray Wyatt is a heel who acts like a kid's TV show face who's got over as a heel. Goldberg was a face that on his previous run began to get booed by the WWE fans. The Fiend is the heel alter ego of the good guy Bray Wyatt, children's TV show host character, that was meant to be a heel but got over as a face, much like The Fiend, who was meant to be the heel but got over as a face, being booked against Seth Rollins, who was meant to be the face but because the heel in this feud with The Fiend and Bray Wyatt. So, now that Goldberg has returned as a face, this is the face fiend versus face Goldberg for the Blue Universal title and post-match, Goldberg, who is now getting booed because of this ridiculous burial, has become the heel, apparently, versus face Roman. So, let's not go into that bit now, but like... Are you trying to suggest you're not a fan of the double turn? Oh my lord. Oh my lord. (laughs) I I started to write that thinking this will be like three sentences. And I just kept going and going and going. And like, this is the shittest thing I've ever, ever done or seen in pro wrestling. Well, let's just remember this for nothing. Go ahead. Everyone The Fiend has wrestled has turned. Bray, Daniel Bryan, heel, turned face. 
The Miz was a face turned heel. <laughs> Goldberg was a face turned heel. Seth Rollins was a face turned heel. If you wrestle The Fiend, you switch. Cena going into the face will definitely be a heel. You don't see a problem there. No. <laughs> you don't see a problem with if you wrestle this guy, suddenly the crowd turn on you. Because The Fiend <laughs> makes you see the darker side of yourself. And that's why they turn Shut heel. the fuck up. So oh, Shut the fuck up. You've got a logical explanation for Vince's booking. I mean, that's close to... How? How is that logic? I will tell you what logic is. <laughs> WrestleMania 36, they want to have it as cancer remission at Roman Reigns holding the big blue belt. And if he beat The Fiend, they'd oh, shit all over him. But if they sake. beat Goldberg, he, they're going to cheer him. It's all about booking for Roman. <laughs> and so, you don't see a problem there no, either. I'm not saying oh, it's a problem, okay. yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying that Roman Reigns is their... Ca- <laughs> well, from, from our standpoint, it's a problem. But from a WWE standpoint, they need Roman Reigns to be their top face. They've done well keeping him out of the title picture. Right. And if he'd beaten The Fiend, yep. all the work to try and get him as a good guy would have been fucking ruined. Whereas now, they'll get him to beat Brock, so at least for a month, people might be like, oh, well done, Roman. Thanks for being a full-time champion. Okay, so The Fiend has spent the last year not selling for everyone. Yep. And now we're just like, ah, oh, don't worry about that. We need to get Roman over. Same with Stephen Man, Collateral damage. Yeah. So, I mean, let's quickly just go over the match, shall we? Spear. <laughs> Jack Hammer. Wait, I'll, I'll do... Sorry, Bro Hammer. I'll do Goldberg's bits. Oh, okay. You do Bray Wyatt's bits, okay? Spear. Mandible Claw. Spear. 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 Mandible Claw. Headbutt. Knee. Knee. Jack Hammer. Kind of. <laughs> One, two, three. Fuck, Fuck this company. company. <laughs> <laughs> now. I mean, hang on. 53-year-old Goldberg is the new Blue Universal Champion. But did you not enjoy the part at the end where he celebrated with the bell? The Bray White stands behind him and be like, no, 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 no. Lights go out and he disappears. <laughs> that was the best part of the whole Why don't we show? have videos still? That was amazing. <laughs> oh, God's sake. But in all seriousness, that is the, the, the Vince McMahon it's, viewpoint. When Goldberg's music stops, and he's standing on the ropes, you know, the bit that, oh, fuck's sake, fucking phone. So <laughs> when Goldberg's standing on the ropes... And his music stops. Yeah. And everyone's like, ooh. And he doesn't even bother to turn around. Yeah. Does he just sit there going, um, music problem? I'm just going to stand here. Well, they fucked uh... up his pyro, so what's he going to do? Oh, I and, guess so. And yeah. essentially, they might as well just have Bray Wyatt going behind him and flipping him off going, fuck you, Goldberg. <laughs> that would have been more entertaining. <laughs> I, I like the fact that online everyone was like, yeah, he was going to go and face Cena. He hasn't lost. Wait, hang on. He lost to Goldberg. No, he hasn't lost. But this what? is it. WWE booking. In all seriousness, they're booking to have the people with the higher name value to get the casual fan to buy it. I know you disagree with me on this, and it's wrong, because they've created something that's very, very good in The Fiend. But at the moment, if you're expecting... It's a strong word, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I know what you mean. It's yeah. the best thing they've done, considering mm. everyone shat all over the first vignette. It was like, Brain Wyatt's back as a TV host? This is fucking shit. It got over quick. Yeah. It happens a lot. Like the New Day had the same thing, for example, you know. But think of loads of examples of stuff. People were immediately like, oh, this is new. It must be terrible. But in all weeks in, they were like, oh, this is fucking great, you know. In all seriousness, this is is the whole reason why they've done it. They realized that had they gone Cena versus. I mean, had they kept the belt on the Fiend and gone Cena versus the Fiend, so then Cena, is he going to get the 17th? Is he going to get it? The obvious storyline, you mean? Really good, compelling storytelling. Sure. But. Even put fucking Roman in there as a triple threat. There's good heat there. No. 
I wouldn't like to do it. I hate triple threats of the, mania. The whole, but the whole you idea, could do it. the whole idea of this is to get Roman over as a face. So if you've got the casual fan watching and they're cheering right. him, because yeah. if you think every mania he's won the belt, everyone's booed the shit out of him. They've had to cut the feed. <laughs> rightfully so, but okay, yeah. Well, you say you say rightfully so, but the fact of the matter is, you know, the lads not bad i want to really clarify this because people think i am that fan all the time right i don't think roman reigns is terrible no i think he's a good wrestler i think he's a great talker uh, for- can be a great talker but the problem the for- problem is the booking yes and the problem comes back to roman all the way back to 30 with daniel bryan not appearing in that rumble the second the shield broke up it was downhill from then then onwards with roman yeah thing is roman i think could still be a top babyface draw for that company. Sure. If they, if they continue to let it grow organically. Yeah, you need to book him like a fucking monster, though. Yeah, he can't. He must be untouchable. Absolutely. Bray Wyatt needs to get the fuck off TV for six months. One, once the scene thing's done. Although what I want is Jim Wyatt, the 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 one where he's the muscle does the muscle man dance. I want that to be his three faces of Foley. <laughs> I want him to come back as a baby face and just be like the Jim Wyatt I'd version. Be yeah. Anything to get the fiend away from TV for a bit. Exactly. And that's in fairness, they're going for the fiend at mania for the, probably for the entrance. Yeah. That's it for the fiend. Once he's had Cena, he, as you said, he cannot be anywhere near TV. So I think right. we can say overall, this was a great way to set up the big names to appear at WrestleMania. <laughs> I mean, I understand the short-term logic behind it. Just... That's the problem now with WrestleMania every year. It's yeah. short-term logic rather than long-term. We now get the traditional, and it's similar to everything WWE do now. Yeah, We get an under, underdog winner of the Rumble, or we get an underdog person to win the chamber to go and face the big bad baddie at WrestleMania. Yep. They will then lose the belt now, eventually two to three months later. Do you think the Roman Reigns experiment has worked? How do you mean, what, since he came back? Do you think casuals know who he is? Yes. I think they do because of his association with The Rock. Okay. I think that, the, but the problem is still, Goldberg is a bigger name than Roman Reigns. And if they were going to go Roman Reigns versus The Fiend, there's no name value there for your main event. Okay, so... Brock Lesnar gives you name value, but Drew McIntyre at this time does not. Yeah. So then... Th- that's the only thing that I'm like, that's how I would have booked this, to be totally yeah. honest, with Brock and Drew and stuff. But okay, so let's take let's take those those three names that they they promote to the top of the card for WrestleMania. Okay, well these shows as well. They've got Brock, Taker, Goldberg. The three names they're kind of relying on to sell this show, as well as Cena. I Worryingly, guess you put in there as yes. well. Okay, all of those guys in their first year of wrestling were main eventing. Yep. Do you see what I'm getting at here? Yeah, yeah. They people bought '98 pay per views in WCW for Goldberg. They bought the the, <laughs> the the next gen exactly stuff for Undertaker and Sean. Yeah, you know they bought this. It's like they the the ruthless aggression stuff was doing so well. Who's the guy at the top of the card? John Cena. A lot of it was that that people just had no other choice at the time. But it is what it is. Yeah. This seems to be a huge problem for me. The thing is here. WWE have a problem with trying to make main event stars because unfortunately. The last three times they've made a household name, Brock went to UFC, Rock went to Hollywood, and now Cena's gone to Hollywood. Yeah. They make these people because they realise they can make a decent load of money in wrestling. I mean, at least Cena got into wrestling because he liked professional wrestling. Same as The Rock because of his heritage, and Brock Lesnar just saw it as money, which he still does now. Yeah. The problem you have... Yeah. The problem that you have is, as you said, those guys were main eventing 
from year one, there's no disruptors. But the problem we've had since, let's say, WrestleMania 25, mm. you haven't had big stars. Which one was 25 That again? was Taker Michaels 1. Oh, God, that match was good. Yeah. But yeah. the fact is, so that was, th- and then it was headlined by Triple H, Randy Orton. And yeah. we've already established that Randy Orton, moment being a dickhead heel, is good, but he could never main event a pay- main event a mania and give it name value. No, his and edge stuff is good, really good at the moment, but I feel like it's because no one's telling them what to do. Yeah. But the problem is that, and I get your point, that the three people they've got headlining mania are part timers. Mm. But if you look back for the last 12, 13 years, they haven't developed a new main event star. They were lucky they, that. They've- bro- kind of tried to but it's not worked in my opinion no Rollins no mainstream value Roman Reigns no mainstream value Ambrose was never going to be mainstream Bray Wyatt will never be mainstream because he doesn't look like the prototypical professional wrestler even as the fiend it wouldn't work because it has no longevity but him Bray Wyatt on when he's doing like news station stuff and kids TV show is hilarious and when he's doing the weather it's very funny absolutely great he could be a mainstream star he could be but then it's Braun as well and this is the thing Bray Wyatt and Braun are not your conventional muscle-bound jocks. They're not your people on the football field that the lads can go, yeah, I want to go and have a pint with those. Sure. I don't think you have to be nowadays to get over. Well, you don't have to with the wrestling fan. I think to get over the casual fan, they need to have the opportunity. So like we've said before about Braun. Yeah. Had they let Braun just be Braun Strowman, he would be now the guy in mainstream who people want. But... Vince McMahon does not want that because they don't want Brock Les- they don't want Braun Strowman to go and be like, look at this guy who could be the big cuddly giant in all these Disney films. Yeah, he because they can't create stars. They're trying to they're trying to do it with Drew, but the problem is, how are they going to get Drew mainstream appeal? Yes, putting him in there with Brock Lesnar so people see him, great. Mm. I hadn't thought the whole them fearing people leaving as soon as they get over as stars is a real problem but i guess it really is and even more so now that they have not only the problems of hollywood they've got the problems of a of a lighter schedule Mm. and a better creative in aw so why would weird times man why very very weird times and i think this will change and i know we've said this several times when vince mcmahon steps away because vince mcmahon i think is just seeing this in phoning this in now he wants to do it i i hope the XFL kicks off and keeps going well. I know the TV ratings are down, but the attendances are good. It's not doing too bad. I think they had low expectations, to be totally yeah. honest. And I think it's doing better than they thought it would. But the problem WWE have had is the same they've had for the last 12 years. They have to book for the casual fan to try and have their new stars compete. The problem is, you're going to have AJ against Taker, so the casual fan will go, who's this guy? Oh, he looks like he's got soccer mum hair. Maybe. I think most people know kind of AJ. Not as many as No Undertaker, obviously. Yeah, but I don't think the mainstream mainstream audience would. Yeah. If you think that only 2 million people are watching Raw and 3 million watching SmackDown in the States. Yeah. Still a hell of a lot of people when you think the buy rates like Brock had in UFC. But if you're using guys like Brock and Goldberg to squash guys, then you're not making stars. So you're never going to be able to replace them. And when they're too old to work anymore, what do you do? Exactly, and this is a problem they've got. If you th- if you take away Cena, Taker, and and Goldberg, you've got excellent wrestlers, but no name value. Yeah. Triple H is the last name value there, and it's amazing that he's choosing not to do something this year because I think he's going to do something at TakeOver. 
Oh, okay. I would go good Triple trip. H, Adam Cole, or Triple H, Dream at TakeOver. Do you remember how good Seth Rollins and Triple H feud when Seth was a face? Yeah, really good. Seth came out on that TakeOver show and we're like, oh my God, and called Triple H out and everything. That was fucking excellent. But also, where's Seth Rollins' mainstream appeal now? Sure, yeah. Because they don't capitalise because they worry they'll go. The good thing if you push Rollins is he can't cut a promo. He looks weird, so he won't go to Hollywood. I don't know. I think he's a pretty boy. I think he's underrated. And <laughs> what, in appearance? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you think he's, he looks weird? I don't think he looks that weird. I think he's... And he's got an annoying voice. You couldn't have that in the film. Yeah. He's a great wrestler. And they could have created a mainstream Maybe. star with Dragon had he not got hurt. Yeah. I think he would have pushed forward. Kofi, Talk about guys that won't leave. Yeah. Dragon will stay. He's a wrestling boy. Exactly. <laughs> but if Dragon wants to wrestle, yeah. would he want to wrestle in WWE unless he can do what he wants? Or is he mm. going to go elsewhere? Or now he's going to have a second kid. Is he going to want to stay at home? Yeah. Which is interesting. Well, they're offering million-dollar contracts to everyone on the bloody roster. It feels like more to the point. Before we finish, problems, you know. What the hell is Dragon doing at Mania? Um, Gulak, I guess. I think they're going to tagging them. Yeah, probably. Which will be shit because they can't book tag teams. God, they've messed up the booking for this Mania endlessly. But that this is the thing we said after last year's Mania. We couldn't even. We got the main event right, except they added. Becky Lynch. We've always said that would be what would main event a mania, Ronda Rousey. I think they were banking on her coming back for this, and she didn't, which is why they've had to scramble for Shayna and, and Rhea Ripley, yeah. which is a massive slight on the rest of the women's division. It's a case of, no, we're going to use Rhea to go against Charlotte because all the rest of you guys are shit. It's weird. I was looking forward to last year's WrestleMania. I, I There's nothing on this card I give a shit about. The it's thing really is, weird. Like, I, Drew, Drew versus Brock, if Brock wants to work, will be very good. But yeah. does I mean? But you've seen Brock sell for Drew, so he yeah, might be I, interested I like in working that. with a big, big hulking guy. But AJ again, Taker not... will be. I like to imagine that will be good because AJ will get a good match out of Taker. But they're going to have a Hoss match, and I, I like a good Hoss match. But I can't imagine it's going to be anything special, or unique, or different, or intriguing. It's just going to be a match. Yeah, but as Vince McMahon, this is what he wants: two big lads. Yeah, slow moves. Mania is going to still be good if it goes ahead. I'm not sure it is. I'm really... I'm trying to be positive about it. I'm trying to think of anything. But last year's Mania, we were like this around this time on the pod. And then we went into it with a view of this isn't going to be great. You say that, but then we've got Charlotte, Becky, Ronda, which was always going to be fun because they're great wrestlers. You've got some really interesting stuff going on there. You had Kofi and Dragon, which was going to be fucking great because Dragon's just going to drag that the whole way through. You had Brock Seth, which was going to be a great match because Seth's a workhorse and Brock's a fucking monster. But a shame it didn't turn out to be that way. But like, I like how they did it. It was interesting. It was definitely different. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's <laughs> definitely stuff. I was like, well, I'm, I don't like the thing. The story's bollocks, but there's definitely things. The only thing I'm thinking about, thinking about that I would enjoy would be AJ Taker because of the way AJ's building it. Yeah. And I feel that like Taker could do a really good job of building that story along with AJ if he picks up the ball and runs with it. But I don't know. I feel like that promo on Raw saved that feud a little bit because they killed they AJ. They kicked it in the show. Yeah, sure. I, I hope they proved me wrong. I, I, this does feel... It's the end, isn't it? Like the Arquette moment. Mm. It really does. I, I, I hate to say it, but with all the legal issues with the TV stuff, if Fox and USA drop them, they're fucked. Royally. We're near the end. I, I don't think we are. 
Well, no, no. It feels like we are. We're near the end of it in its current state. Yeah. The best thing for WWE would be to drop be dropped by USA. But the problem is, because USA still work on conventional television, it still does their top ratings in the States. USA, their highest rated program in all of America, for them, is Monday Night Raw. On that night, they are the highest drawing product. But it, um, hmm. talking to my American friends, no one watches USA, apparently. No, but that's the thing, because yeah. everyone's so worried about ratings. Whereas if you think that 2 million people watch Raw on USA, but 1.5 million people watch the highlights clip of Raw on YouTube, and if they get, and I let's be honest, we've said this before, that wrestling isn't monetized on YouTube, fucking is for WWE. Sure, you sure. You see yeah, the end results. Is, yeah. 1.5 million views for WWE, that's where the money's coming. That's not USA Fox money, though. No, that's YouTube money. Yeah, it's not. I'm saying that Fox and USA will pay them a lot more than that. Oh, I know they'll pay them a lot more, but if they get the money deal with ESPN... Yeah. Because let's think of a pay-per-view buy rate from back in the day. If Th- they get there's a, definitely potential there. If they sure. get 100,000 buys mm. for ESPN and people are paying $70 a show to ESPN, that is worth a lot of money for them. Yeah. WWE costs save because they don't have to stream it and have to worry about the platform and everything dropping because it's all held by ESPN. But then you lose that reliability of having that network subscriptions because people will start to drop out, I feel like. People will. But then the question is, other than when we when we do these spot shows, do I enjoy watching the network to watch the current product, or do I enjoy watching the network for the documentaries and the past stuff that I watch? Yeah, I'm not saying I'd go out and say, right, well, I can't watch WrestleMania, so I'm going to go okay. on to BT and pay thirty quid. So I don't think that's the case. The average younger fan, okay, I, I think there's certainly some younger fans will watch things on the network and enjoy it and stuff. I think. To get younger fans in, which is what they desperately need right now, considering to all the reports of actual who's watching and buying the merch and converting that into actual sales, you know, from viewing to sales. To keep this company going, they're, they're going to have to get young viewers in somehow. And I but don't that's think why... they're checking out the network anytime soon. No, and that's why they do the YouTube stuff, because it's easily accessible for yeah. kids. And that's why, again, it's outlandish and it doesn't make sense, because the kids want to see the big immortal giants and while yeah ricochets means nothing unless you have those people they can relate to well exactly but this again vincent man and in fairness if you look at who that wwe bought in bruce pritchard not young vincent man not young bischoff not young Heyman, not young and Heyman, as good as he is trying to keep in touch with pop culture he's not there having people like tyson kidd that's great but i can't imagine tyson kidd's a case of do you know what I watched on TV the other night, which is really cool? Let's try and get this into some kind of a storyline for us. Maybe. Don't know. They need a younger writing team, and they need a more streamlined writing team, and they need it's, to have less TV. It's so weird we're saying all this when they've got the best roster they've ever had. Well, they've got the best roster of wrestlers. They don't have the best roster I, of storytellers. I think they've got great storytellers. Then, as we said before, they just need to loosen the leash a bit. Yeah. Because if the like you've seen with Drew, that three two one thing that's got over in his shit wasn't WWE. Drew said in interviews like I just tried it and it stuck and then Vince has been like, Yeah, keep doing that. Mm. The New Day got over doing their thing because Woods said, Can I have a trombone? And he got that over and now they're allowed to do what they want, which is why they've got longevity. Mm. It's an Orton, seniority, they can do what they want. Ricochet's never gonna get the promo unless he can say something to Vince going, I'm not that out of the park, now let me do what I want. Sure. But he's got to have the opportunity to do it. We can only hope that this gets better after all and they hit the reset button a little bit because stuff needs to change. And I, I like that they're making the product on TV a bit more edgy. I liked Elimination Chamber in general. I thought it was quite a good show. 
Um, I detested this Saudi show. There was nothing positive about it for me. But here's the thing that you mentioned there. WWE, if you watch them as standalone shows, other than this piece of crap, mm. the pay-per-views have been very good. Rumble was excellent. I really enjoyed the Rumble. Yeah, I had a good time, yeah. Chamber was very, very good. It's good, yeah. It wasn't very, very good, but it was good. In comparison to what we've seen in the last couple of years. Yeah, sure. But in terms of storytelling, there was almost nothing. But that's the thing. Ignore the story. The in-ring action is great. But the storytelling, there are no stories. But then they started to deliver stories on Raw finally, but it's just it's so little, so late, you know? Yeah. And I I hope the pressure of AEW, and I I know I jokingly shit on the bucks a lot. That's fine, yeah. But the product of AEW... I know a lot of people are criticising it now. It's like, oh, but it's only looking around the inner circle and the elite. That's because you're booking it around 10 guys of all intertwined storylines who are your biggest draws of your company. That's why then you've got people like the Dress Express underneath. You've got everyone talking line. Everyone's talking line about who the Exalted One is. And yes, it's probably going to be disappointing. <laughs> because that's what wrestling is. Because we build things up, we get a lot of hype, and we are trolled. I mean, fair play to AEW. They are the best at trolling done really good the last three months since january yeah some of the best stuff i've ever seen and their shows are good and their storytelling yeah. is good their women's division is dross but that's because you've got no new characters you've got new See, characters you say that um but now but rio, the- rio and uh nyla had a fucking uh, banger listen, of a match i'm not saying they can't wrestle okay i'm saying they don't have character they don't have stories and they only focus on one story they're doing brilliantly with Britt baker oh, I see what you're saying. to get her yeah. over as a new personality and character and then when yeah. she's in the ring people will buy into her sure. but if you've got people like rio and nyla rose killing it in the ring because they are excellent talents but why should i want to invest in rio oh she's the underdog well i see underdogs all the time yeah they buried her in that tag match the week after as well. i thought it's a bit weird but yeah but i think we'll see yeah they need to take a little look at how AEW tell long-term storylines. And because everyone's willing... It's the to- WWE. They know how to do it. Yeah. But the thing Vince is... did it for generations. <laughs> the AEW fans, they're still on, on good grace at the mm. moment. So if they're like um, the Nightmare Collective, at least AEW turned around and went, this is shit, we're just going to drop it. Yeah. And they were up front about it and they dropped it. They've got good grace still with the <laughs> AEW fans because it's a new product. Two years down the line when they pull that shit, I, even people now like the butcher, the blade, and the bunny. I like the bunny. Um, that that's got over with me. Even that, but to start, the way they booked it, exactly. Yeah. But to start with, everyone shat all over it. But AEW, like, don't well, it's worry, it's new. That happens with everything that's new. But that's the thing. This is where WWE haven't learned. People were like, "Oh, Ricochet can't cut a promo." I just fucking bit him off. I don't think that's what happened. Well, there's there's something that's happened backstage. Yeah, I think Vince has gone, young flippy guy. Yeah, we don't need him. But it hasn't given the chance for the audience to make people go, no, you must book Ricochet. Whereas yeah. AEW, a case of like the Dark Order when it started, it was like, this is shit. No, no, it's never been shit because Grace and Anuno are very, very good from mm. my personal standpoint. Sure. But they've then given it the time to build that story. They've, the slow build, MJF's wrestled what, three times? In AEW? A- uh, yeah. Well, in, on the bigger shows and actually on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. But they haven't over overdone it and they've given it time to build. Whereas WWE fans yeah. are like, like with the Bray Wyatt thing, had they listened to the online criticism after the first week, they've gone, ah, oh, we'll just bin this off then. No one likes it. Whereas AEW, like, we'll give it six weeks. I feel that it's, this almost comes down to one very simple thing. Having eight hours of TV a week you makes can't do it. everyone vulnerable. Mm. Because you make mistakes because there's eight hours a week to look after. And also, ultimately, you are Potentially not... Potentially like 12, 13 hours a week. Well, yeah, if you add in main event, velocity, or whatever it is these days. Pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. The talent is fantastic. 
and the talent needs to be allowed to be the talent and be themselves they can't mm. be some fucking studio writer who used to be a runner who goes this is how i think you'd sound as a professional and has to go through vince and get it approved by him every time yeah it should be a case of oh, that's a mess isn't it? yeah it, this show depressed me yeah yeah <laughs> but next week we are going back to some classic nostalgia so hopefully you and i will have some warm fuzzy nostalgia feeling in our tummy boxes i'm looking forward to next week this is a request by nick on facebook yeah, thanks very much, Nick. As always, if you want to request a show similar to what Nick's done, find us on Facebook, facebook.com world, uh, facebook.com forward slash world of wrestling podcast. Find us on Twitter at world of rest pod. That's probably the best place to interact with us as well. Yeah. If you want us to review a show, it doesn't matter how obscure it is. We want the more obscure, the better. After this UK Rampage show, we're going to try and stay away from WWE probably till Mania time just to get something more interesting. I've got so, a list of about 20 shows at the moment. So yeah. I've got lots of good stuff. So doing planned. really well. Um, so we're going to be doing UK Rampage. Oh, you should probably mention what show it is. <laughs> well, you should follow us on Facebook and see what people are requesting, yeah? <laughs> what year is it? Was it 95? Ooh. I'll look back at Facebook. The UK Rampage show where they came to the UK, that one, with Sean and Bulldog, Bulldog. is the main event, isn't it, for the European? The European title. Live yeah. at the Albert Hall, probably. Yay! There you go. Uh, I'm Fanboy Rich on Twitter and Instagram. More Twitter, because I don't really use my Instagram anymore. I'm at the Tex Williams on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am going to be returning to the ring on the 29th of March yeah! for SCPW Wrestling. Uh, keep an eye on SCPW. Uh, is it a Sunday or a Saturday? It is a Sunday. Oh, I should be there. Then. Yeah, SCPW Wrestling. Check it on Facebook to find out uh, who and what I will be getting involved with. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm happy you're back in the ring, man. I am my insurers are not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Whatarrestlingpodcast.com is the best place to find everything. Uh, go buy a t shirt. Help us out. Yeah. Because, you know, we can't have that wrestle talk money. <laughs> hey, there we go. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.